They're not just lying anti-American scumbags that want to run us all on the ground because they're little men. They're pieces of crap. They think they're better than everybody. That's what it's about. It's the spirit of evil, and we must break them. Oh. Aklayama! Hi, Jake. And you had one job, Ayako. Michigan. What is so hard about this? I handled Nevada. Just wait for it. They paused our voting, but I'm handling it. They called your state. Easy handled Utah. Pleadies handled Texas. Hambino is handling Pennsylvania. You just went to bed. You just let Michigan happen. This is what they want. We're not gonna give it to them. They are pure evil, and they want to divide everybody. This is my unanswered prayer. Get that away, I'll be singing that all day. We knew this would happen. We were all ready for a celebration, remember? We saw the tweet, big speech coming up, huge win. Nothing, burgers. It was a big win last night. We were all in the best time. Then suddenly, we're going to bed. I trusted everyone and went to sleep. We wake up to a blue Michigan. If anybody on this planet thinks that Michigan would vote for Joe Biden, the pedo dad, over the guy who saved football for them, you're out of your mind. There's no chance. And it's kind of brilliant because we all knew about the Red Mirage plan, how they would drag it out 79 days of hell. We already knew the plan. It leaked. It all leaked. So they had to change it a little rather than, you know, dragging it out like we we're not going to concede they steal it then trump has to drag it out in the idiots minds i can't even listen to jim Cornette ever again or any of these fucking wrestling shows because they're gonna act like this kayfabe shit is real and they should know better it's so blatant it's not even hidden 
They're like, what's Project Veritas? They don't even know. Project Veritas has given us the leaked video, the exclusive interviews. Listen to them. They're not, what's QAnon? I don't even know what that is. I know what Q is. Q was Donald Trump himself. There were pictures in the original Q4chan post from Air Force One. And, you know, Anon joined them. Got the coordinates. They confirmed that picture was real. I trust the telemetry. The telemetry. And it all said we won. They got Roseanne fired for knowing who Q was. And you're telling me Q ain't real. Go fuck yourself. Stop getting work. This is the end. This is the end. You steal this shit, it's over. You had your fucking last chance. This is the end. I'm sorry, they're not doing this to us. They're not doing this to us, Ayako. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. You can get Michigan back. You fucking lost it overnight. That's fine. We don't have to hate you forever. You can get Michigan back. I heard that Trump's lawyers are handling it for you, but you could have handled it. Thank you, Geezy, for handling Utah. Thank you, Hambino. He tweeted out, I voted. And there's no way he's a big retard, right? There's no way Hambino's a big fucking slept idiot, right? Who just watches football all day and doesn't know shit about the real world, right? He voted for the real guy, right? There's no way he voted for the pedo. There's no way Hambino is that fucking stupid, right? He's not a fucking idiot when a laptop leaks with fucking naked nieces with their uncle on it, giving them foot jobs. Hambino doesn't love that, does he? I think he might be that stupid. I'm going to be honest. Sorry, Hambino, you're a fucking retard. I know who you voted for. It's over for you. Over for We're not playing Hambino ever again. You stole the election. Nope. Nope. Pennsylvania's still red. We ain't giving it up. And we ain't giving up Arizona either. We don't want to. It's ours. We took it. We're taking it. We're taking it back. <sighs> Anyways, we had AEW tonight. It was so beautiful. What a wonderful night. Eddie Kingston came out and cut a good promo. Remember that? He doesn't care. He has BLM in his Twitter. What does he know? He's a slept idiot, too. We're, we're taking the title, giving it to one slept idiot to another. Chris Jericho is the only person who knows what's going on right now. Chris Jericho, give him the belt back. He's the only woke motherfucker here. He's out there tweeting. I love his tweets today. I, I haven't said that in a while. Jericho has the most subtle, brilliant tweets. It's Aaron Rodgers-esque. When Aaron Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show every Tuesday. Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays, I think it is. Uh, he'll, uh, he's the most woke motherfucker. And not woke like the blue side says it. That, come on, people. Waking up, just so you know, I'm going to explain this one last time. Woke, waking up is the red pill. Sleeping, staying asleep is the blue pill. We're not going to go over this a 15,000th time. Stop using the word. So Jericho's woke as fuck. He's tweeting like, uh, oh, let me just read it. It's the best because he actually tweeted, I'm not a political person or nothing. But since when do we hold off a lot, blah, blah, blah? And somebody replied, 2000, and Jericho's brilliant quote of it. Thanks, I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing it up. It's this little tongue-in-cheek, yes, now go read about 2000. Go figure out what happens in these elections. When the established deep state wants to win, needs to win. They'll make Amazon original films telling you why they lost last time, and then they'll steal it this time. It's in front of your face. And now we have the anti-establishment, the billionaire, the great Donald Trump. He didn't need a lobbyist. Got rid of the lobbyists. Had his own fucking family. Jared Kushner. Peace in the Middle East. Jared Kushner. Kushner. You people don't know anything. So I watched AEW tonight. It was so good. 
We have uh, Full Gear this Saturday. We're doing a companion for Full Gear. I can't wait. It's going to be on Discord. Well, maybe we'll do it on DLive. We might have fun on DLive with companions. But if not, it'll be on Discord. Uh, it is a subscriber-only Discord. The only way to get in there used to be just Twitch and Subscribestar. Switch suspended us. Subscribestar.com slash TWFS will grant you access to the Discord. And also, all the YouTube banned videos that have been uploaded so far. Eroics, a loyal subscriber, keeps reminding me of two specific videos that still aren't up yet. I swear they're all up, Eroics. Just keep scrolling. All right, fine. I'll check this hard drive. <laughs> I'm pretty sure 2017's on here, and I'll find all the videos of me being fat that you want to see so bad. But uh, tonight on Subscribestar... I'll be getting up all of June, all of July, all of August, all of September of the video on demands for TWFS. Fourth hour and third hour still being converted, but all of those are converted and will be uploaded, by compressed, excuse me, so that you can download them without filling up your cloud storage, whatever you kids use. Re-upload them. Keep them everywhere. So full TWFS Twitch streams of the last, since June. Through hopefully, let's do it through October too. I'll get those up tonight. We'll be on subscribestar.com/twfs. Tyler's here. Tyler Spider. I was freaking the fuck out. I didn't even notice that you were here. I should have also mentioned Vleedies isn't showing up. He's a big pussy. He loses an election. He can't show his fucking face. It's so typical of these Nazis. They're big alt-right freaks all fucking decade. Then they lose and they can't show their face. Tyler. Man, I'm just so confused on what's really going on. I feel like such an idiot. I did go out and vote, but with all the way that these polls are going in the election, I never paid so much attention as, as much as I am right now to where I don't even feel like I can hold a conversation in that red uh, Discord. We well, that's now. the best part, Tyler, is that people who don't even want to know what's going on now want to. It's like, well, great. Now we're all we're waking up the rest of them. If 2016 wasn't a wake up enough, now 2020 is going to literally, he's stealing. I saw on Twitter some fucking, these idiots. Eichel, you were right. When I woke up at four and a half, four and a half p.m. <laughs> on election day, and Eichel was all concerned about dumb people, I'm like, come on, we're smart. America's smart. But there are people on Twitter, one guy writes, it's really sad. And this was a reply to a Mick Foley tweet, so it's relevant. Mick Foley's a big fat idiot, is he not? Poor Dewey Foley. He'll never get in shape or learn about real life with that dad. His dad's feeding him fucking cupcakes, telling him to stay sleeping. Fuck that whole family and fuck that show. Noel, fuck you especially. I got some pictures of Noel Foley from a couple Halloweens ago that I'll never delete. Tyler, wait till you see her ass. What were we talking about? Uh, Twitter! We were talking about... <laughs> Tyler was on Twitter, and I was listening to Rob Zombie. That's besides the point. So somebody replies to Mick Foley. What the fuck? Now I can't remember the tweet. No, no, no. It's really sad that in 2020, the boring average guy loses to the racist Nazi. It, the Nazi stuff, whatever. But boring average guy. How fucking dumb are you? Joe Biden has plastic surgery. pulls his face back. He's not just some random old guy. His son fucks his grandniece. And you don't want to know what the big guy's doing. And you don't even know who the big guy is, you idiot. The boring average guy is the big guy in leaked emails to Russia. And by leaked, we mean we're holding the laptop they were sent on. They're not actually fake or leaked. Or they're, they're, they're right here. They're not some server that didn't have a password. We don't have some whistleblower hiding in a fucking embassy. We have the laptop. What does it take, Tyler? I don't know, man. Um, people just seem to be ignoring all of this. I have a stupid uh, family member that... 
is posting so much shit on uh, social media just saying, if you vote for Trump, you're so stupid. I'm like, and tell me why you want to vote for Biden. He can't give me a reason. It's the dumb people that call you stupid. That's the crazy master plan of China where they dumbed us up. And it worked on our parents the best because they didn't have internet. My mother was so dumb. My dad died hating Trump. He was the dumbest person there ever was. No excuses anymore. I'm like 50. I'm the oldest person here. I know what's going on. Q was on Air Force One. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, there's only a few people that understand. And it's sad because the rest are just a silent majority, but they're there. Tyler Spider, did you watch AEW? My power went out about three times during AEW, man. I miss so much. What happened? Is it the fires that the left keeps sending to your town in California? Uh, my, my dad has some weird-ass rigged electrical going on in my house, and my mom was trying to get ready for work, and she plugged something in, and next thing you know, whole house goes black for like 30 minutes. I see what you're saying. He rigger-rigged it. I know exactly what you're saying, Tyler. Tyler, we have the most amazing pay-per-view Saturday, Full Gear. You know it's good when they give everyone a Samoa Joe face tattoo on the pictures. They have the full gear splash screen with the matchups, and the gears in the logo go over the eye of each competitor. And it looks like Samoa Joe in 2009 when he had pants on and a, uh, what was he called? The, the Samoan bulldozer. And he had that face tattoo. Ridiculous splash screens that are actually kind of cool. I feel like I wouldn't change them, but I will continue to laugh at them. Tyler, before we get into AW, we have to run it down beginning to end. Did you hear about, remember Monday, you and I were talking about Raw, and we talked about the John Morrison main event, and the ongoing theme was this just doesn't feel like a main event, John Morrison's a joke, he debuted on the bump, we're supposed to take him seriously, if anything, he pulled Miz down with him, rather than Miz pulling him up, and then Drew McIntyre was in it, it was Drew versus Morrison and Miz. Drew McIntyre, we were complaining all night, because the opening of Raw was incredible, Fiend, Orton, Alexa, Drew, Drew comes in to kick a guy here's the fun and drew kicks it and then he has to take the main event with that it, the, the whole message was this raw would be great without drew mcintyre and maybe without john morrison as a bonus but just drew for now we got five months of him versus orton we don't need another six minutes let alone two segments about it and then a pay-per-view match but tyler here's why i bring this up uh, the main event on raw sets a record low for the third hour <laughs> How great is this, Tyler? Imagine if Nitro was on, even I'd switch over. Yeah, man, uh, AEW should just move to Mondays and start around that third hour slot because they need to realize that Drew is not making anything better for Raw and we need The Fiend to hurry up and take care of him. And it's sad that the Morrison, that Morrison is so unenjoyable. Um, I really wish that I can like him, but it's hard to. The, the scheme of stealing our presidency started with violence, Tyler. I was watching Joe Cronin to escape. And I got to watch like people run. When it was obvious Trump was going to win, we got people going down streets protesting. As soon as Trump wins, we can end this shit. But anyway, so there's, then there's people from their house going, look at my sign. I voted for Biden. Don't destroy my house. Tyler, that's Nazi shit. What's going on? You got to vote for the right person or you get shot now? And meanwhile, the white people protecting their neighborhood with guns was all over everything. I'm sorry, Tyler. As I was talking about, John Morrison's the best, and that main event was great. What are people thinking? Tyler, uh, we have to talk about Dynamite because, in a way, this is Dynamite's third hour, a brand I created years ago, Tyler. Did you hear there's a new third hour coming? Uh, was it that Impact one? Yeah, did you hear? on what? I didn't even know when Impact was on, but apparently there's a third hour for it now. I guess it's on Tuesdays because it was yesterday. I went on Discord, Tyler, and I heard about the big party. Were you there? Uh, no, actually, man. Chugga was counter-streeting me, me, man. Yeah, Chugga. 
Chug his third hour. This was fucking insane. I was so annoyed at first. So I get a, I see Chugga is posting links in the subscriber Discord to Impact's third hour. And I met, let me just bring up my message. And I just go, you're just going to take my show name? He goes, well, can I? <laughs> I go, no. I've been doing third hour for four years. And it, I was so mad till I realized he's like, well, how old is he, 11? He thinks he's helping, right? Like, he doesn't know that this is like, he should be fucking murdered right now. Or he doesn't know that. Yeah, um, he actually can't. He actually rated me with uh, one viewer and let me know that since you don't cover Impact, he was gonna do it. Oh, you got rated by the new third hour. Jesus Christ, he's taken everything from me. My best friend Tyler, my ratings, my show. Tyler, I realized he's not trying to be mean, so I'm gonna try to be nice. Chugga, please don't do that, and it's not helping. Yeah, Chugga, man, I just switch, change it. Let's change it up a little bit. Wouldn't it be great, though, to give him a taste of real life? To smash his fucking head in? Teach him a lesson that he's going to have to learn a harder way when he grows the fuck up? When you take a man's fucking livelihood from him? When you whole freaking show me? Wouldn't it be great to just squeeze his fucking eyes out with your thumbs right now? Yeah, man, when you're doing it, you got to go chugga, 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 ah. All aboard the choo-choo train. All aboard the choo-choo train. Kill that fucking idiot. Get his mother, too. And yes, that's a threat. I, I, we're going to test this site today, Tyler. So, no, so just do your best, Chugga. Do anything but that. No one cares about your dumb show. You're five. Your show sucks. Anyways, Tyler, I, I, one more bit of business before we get to impact. Do we hate Ayako forever for losing Michigan, or do we still love her? Man, I think the love still's got to be there. Do you hate me for losing California, man? You, well, no, there was nothing you could do. I mean, that's the thing, Tyler. You were so... Like, rambunctious and giddy and excited. I saw the youthful exuberance in your eyes when you said, I'm going to go take California when you went to vote. I didn't want to tell you the real world. That one was stolen decades ago. But it was good. We got you to vote at least. Wow, man. Uh, I was, uh, there was no hope of me getting Trump to win from California, man. That fucking sucks. Even Joe Rogan left California. I mean, that place lost its last celebrity. Now it's just pedophiles. This is going to be ridiculous. Also, we shouldn't. I should never talk bad about Aiko again because after everything I said about her Monday, I cut myself. So I don't want to, I don't need more scars. Trust me. Yeah, man. No more scars, man. Don't do that shit. Don't be on your DeMar stuff. DeMar was carving love into his arm. He was? You have pictures? I used to do that for Bieber. Now I just do, now I carve upset for Ayako. Hates less letters, but upset's more accurate. Upset is more accurate, man, but I think I could pretty, I'm pretty sure I could find a picture somewhere. It's got to be in my message. Look at somewhere. this scab, dude. It feels so weird. I just cut my wrist all up for Ayako. And then I, and I lick it. And I go, Ayako? 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 Oh, yeah. What are we doing here? We're talking about not Impact, Tyler. Dynamite. We don't watch TNA. We're not Chugga. We do the real third hour. Clickety clack, Tyler, from JTay in the chat. Thank you so much, JTay. Tyler, are we raiding you tonight? Do we get to hear chugga chugga clickety clack? Yeah, man. I'm going to go for about three hours. I'm going to start regulating my sleep schedule so I can for sure not oversleep Series X release day. Ayako, stop wasting your resources on these kids' meals with chicken fingers and small coffees. Put them back into Michigan. I swear we're one happy meal away from just having that thing wrapped up. And then everybody went to bed. So, Tyler, we started Dynamite. Yes, Dynamite. Okay. I, for a second, I thought we were the Impact Third Hour. Chugga, don't make me. I hear there's guns on that show. It sounds awesome. I need masculine things. So, Tyler, we have Jericho and Hager at the very beginning of this uh, Dynamite. 
And uh, they're talking. But then MJF interrupts. He says, tonight, I'm glad you're on commentary. Because Chris Jericho, you're going to get a front row seat to why MJF belongs in the inner circle. Then Jericho says the worst thing ever. He, first, he says, you're missing something, MJF. And then he says, look at Haga. This guy, two black guys. And he still won the fight. So I assume Hager had to beat up some Biden psychos. I don't know what he's talking about. But the end point from Jericho to MJF was, you're too soft. S-A-W-F-T. And then Hager went, so? Hager was spelling it out while he was saying it. That's their new thing. I like that. Jericho and Hager might be a better Enzo and Cass. But not if MJF has something to say about it. MJF and Wardlow might be the better one because they ain't soft. They go out there and prove it, Tyler. We get MJF and Wardlow in the opening match against Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. MJF beats the bums of the inner circle, Tyler. And now he's going to beat the leader Saturday, and he's going to earn everyone's respect, huh? Yeah, he is, man. I want to see MJF in the inner circle. That's the only thing that I could really say that doesn't even bother me a little bit. Um, after, Especially I was hating Jericho for the moment during the Cassidy stuff. And it's cool that uh, we could have this MJF program going on. My favorite part of this match was when Sammy Guevara tried to do a karate kid crane kick to, of all people, Wardlow. It was one of the dumbest things I'd ever seen. He'll tell you it's a cool spot, though, because, Sammy, it ends in an insiguri. I just needed him to catch my leg in our dance we're doing so he can twirl me. And then I twirl around and I act like I kicked him. No, you look stupid. You're crane kicking Wardlow in the tummy. You're a fucking idiot. Think about what you're doing in there. You got what is Chris Jericho not teaching Hager who can teach Sammy? Wait, Jericho's in the fuck. Jericho can teach Sammy. I think they gave up on him as soon as he raped Sasha Banks. Once Sammy raped Sasha on our show, I think Jericho realized they have like a hopeless piece of shit here. There's just no point anymore, you know. Yeah, and we uh, never seen Les Sex Gods back again after that, and it's just been uh, Jericho and Hager the ones that have been teaming up. I feel like Sammy's just falling off. Please make that your finisher, Sammy. A crane kick to the tummy. I like to see it on Nyla Rose, at least. She'll definitely let out a hoo-hoo. Tyler, it was a great spot. Leave him alone. He doesn't even need to know why it looks stupid. Just let him disappear one day by never learning. Also, Tyler, he did a move that was called a springboard axe hammer, which I think Jericho just made up because he, Sammy did a springboard we don't know, and Jericho decided that's an axe hammer now. Then Matt Hardy shows up ringside, throws a chair at Sammy. And then MJF is in the ring, still wrestling the tag match. He gets Sammy's partner, Ortiz, in the salt of the earth. Perfect heel submission finisher. It would actually hurt, but it looks like shit. We want that move forever for MJF, the perfect heel. Uh, Tyler, in the end, MJF wins. Vince McMahon said the N-word in front of Booker T. Don't you love to hear it? Man, I love to hear any song that JT has done over, man, because it is the it's the only way you can hear it ever since, man. Like I hear MJF, I hear JT. Vince McMahon said the N word in front of Booker T. Tyler, I just had to play some of it. I, I it should have been the intro, but we, we had to tell Ayako that she lost Michigan, so we had to play Ayako. So Tyler, after Vince McMahon says the N word in front of Booker T, then MJF ain't done. He wins. Jericho's on commentary. You, your power, I hope it didn't go up. This part's crazy. MJF still remembers that just moments before this match, Jericho called him soft. And MJF's going to still prove he ain't soft. MJF runs and dives over the announce table onto Jericho. He's giving him a noogie or something. We couldn't really see, but his hands were moving so fast. He gets ripped off by Jake Haga. 
And you notice Jake Hager didn't put the boots to MJF because Jake Hager just lost to him. He, he, he always has respect for his new leader. He pulls him off respectfully. Now, we would find out later, Tyler, that other wrestlers like Mox and Eddie Kingston, they can't touch before the pay-per-view. But apparently these two can. The other, Mox and Eddie Kingston must be soft, huh? Man, I, I don't know about that, man. I, I think they're pretty hard uh, myself. <laughs> I'm pretty hard about them. They are so good. That promo, Eddie Kingston, mouth to mouth, tongue in, tongue in Moxley's nose, gotten a promo. Who wasn't hard? Yeah, they're not soft. I love you, Tyler. I wish you'd get a promo on me like that one day. And I'd just stand there like Mox, but I'd stick my tongue out a little. And if you were doing that promo, I'd smell your breath so hard. Did you see when Eddie Kingston was just yelling in Mox's face? Imagine. Nobody has not good enough breath to do that to somebody. Poor Mox had to hold his breath, huh? Or to not smell Man, it. I, I, I wouldn't breast Eddie Kingston's breath if I had the opportunity of him screaming in my face like that. But I'm upset. I did not see any of this. Honestly, the only thing I could ever recall through my AEW tonight is Chris Jericho segueing dark into Cody's entrance. Oh, man. And we have a lot to watch. I'll, I will bring up the clip of Eddie Kingston's promo. It's so good. And then uh, when Mox is yelling back at him, Eddie Kingston's just turned around, facing the camera. Look at what? What? Don't bring up my mother. Oh, wait till you hear about it, Tyler. So after Hager pulls off MJF from beating up Jericho, Jericho's doing the evil smile. This was great. Why couldn't this have been the beginning of this feud? Jericho looking so evil with this smile this was like 2019 all over again jericho was the best i ever saw it's like randy orton was never good again i missed last year so much after this tyler after jericho's pleased because he's bringing out what he wants in mjf he's manipulating him he's a gemini like us tyler so jericho's you know setting sending subtle tweets about an election steal from a country he wasn't even born in but he knows he's a he's a freedom fighting american still like gavin mckinnis Canadians are the best Americans, it turns out, when they wake the fuck up. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so Tyler. Jericho is smiling because he turned MJF into what inner circle needs. So he took some punches, but those punches means MJF ain't soft. Then we see, we cut to Kenny Omega and Tony Schiavone. They're sitting on a couch together. We got to watch this. We got two of these tonight, Tyler. One with Hangman and one with Kenny Omega. And the whole point was, they're, they're fighting Saturday, so we're going to show the dichotomy of the two. Kenny Omega is super confident. Uh, and Adam Hang Hang Hangman Page is super nervous. So he just can't, uh, we don't even have it up. Tyler, how do you always find the clips before me? Let's see what this is. Let's just watch this 22-minute video. Let's see what made it into the 22-minute highlights. I hate these uploads. Welcome, everyone. It just cuts randomly. Hold right out. Here we go. We'll get a taste of it here. It's going to cut at random points. But. Just to focus. Hangman, Adam Page got there with a couple of wars to get the finals you got with replay. Game plan going into those matches and then having the matches pulled right out from under me. All over the internet bragging about how the wins and losses matter. Yeah, right. Now, hey, TK, how would we handle this in one of those areas? Well, we cut Taz's promo. Tyler, spoiler, Taz comes out and talks to TK. TK, is that his name? Talks to TK about these damn wins and losses. Brian Cage is 10 and 1. We'll get to that. But Kenny Omega was just saying, I'm going to win. I'm super confident. I'm the cleaner now. That's what he said, Tyler, so I can't wait. There was nothing cringeworthy in this, which was great. It must have taken a lot of coaching from Jim Ross, telling Kenny Omega when to move each eyebrow and in what way. Kenny's not the best at facial expressions. He needs to be reminded to blink sometimes. He's so autistic. He's just the best belt machine. From there, he doesn't know what to say. 
So after many takes and Jim Ross helping, this became watchable enough. I mean, it was simple. Just be confident. And he did it. After, oh, he even said he was destined, Tyler. And then he goes, who you got? Who you got in this match? Tyler, who do you got? Hangman or Kenny O? I'm going to have to go with Kenny O. And I like to hear that um, his time on TV today wasn't too cringy. Because when he would be on commentary for those like two or three weeks in a row, that was horrible. That's so crazy, Tyler. This is a big hangman win. They're trying to put doubts, seeds of doubt in your mind. And we know what AEW is. It's a bunch of VPs putting over their young boys. So uh, Kenny took this guy under his wing, and they became big fags together. And they went to Bohemian Grove, and they burned effigies over owls and then fucked each other in the ass. There was no policy set there. No storylines were written. Just fucking each other in the ass. They were being gentlemen, Tyler. Stop it. So what the hell are we talking about? I thought we were talking about Kenny Omega. This became about George Bush somehow. What the hell is going on here? Oh, yeah. So, Tyler, what's going to happen is the same thing that happens when Private Party faces Young Bucks back when we first started. When any of these young boys get to face their mentor, they get to beat him. Cody put over Mr. Brody Lee. Hangman Page is their, like, star. Remember at the opening press conference, they, he, Hangman Page got the most gushing. He's just perfect. Here he is. They introduced him like he would win the title for first. Then he was in the first title match. So I, I can't imagine Kenny O, even, but he is the cleaner, Tyler. He did go out and beat Sonny Kiss in 10 seconds, huh? Yeah, man, he destroyed Sonny Kiss. And, you know, Hangman, his pants are actually starting to annoy me now. And you know what? Hangman is still drinking. It's kind of a lingering problem a, like of storylines past. That's the one remnant, the consistency. So that seems like it might have a bad culmination for him. So far, the story is if you drink a lot, good things happen. So maybe he loses this and we learn that bad things happen. Is this going to turn into a Jeff Hardy situation where the alcohol is suddenly bad? It should because right now this is like an opposite Jeff Hardy. Adam Page just keeps drinking and things keep on going good besides losing those tag titles. I can't pick anymore, Tyler. I'm just going to throw a dart at Kenny Omega and then hope Adam Page wins. Tyler, we had Rusev versus Trent Beretta, your favorite. Trent Beretta used to be an FCW, okay? And during this, these entrances, Rusev gets to cut one of these WWE picture-in-picture -picture promos. Rusev says that Trent was his young boy in FCW. Tyler, I loved hearing this word because it's not said enough in America. We need to hear this. In Japan, they are raping the kids. Well, they're teenage boys and younger, and they're trained by these superstars you cheer for and love. By the way, Tyler, another side note on this. We know Mexico, Mexican wrestlers, the mafia, head up by Conan. We know Puerto Rico is a bunch of murderers. We know Japan rapes kids. We know England rapes uh, kids. Well, wait, where were we going on this? We were... How the fuck did we end up here? What the hell? Tyler, I'm trying to teach you. Is that... that was a test. God, you... how did we get here? Joey Ryan. He finally opened it up for everybody. He said, if I'm going down, Japan's coming with me. Tyler, these young boys, they're a secret, kept in the top drawer next to the vibrator. And now we finally are seeing it on AEW, letting the American public know what's going on. First time I ever watched a Wrestle Kingdom was two years ago, and I couldn't believe how many young boys were ringside. They just thought they, they have little dicks, Tyler. Man, this is crazy. Uh, you know, things are actually just being brought into this slide. I watched a, the most recent Simpsons episode, and they had all these celebrities eating kids. I'm never going to believe that Trent was Rusev's young boy, though, because Rusev's the biggest pussy in wrestling. Look at his clothes. Look at his Counter-Strike stats. On top of this, listen to CM Punk. CM Punk already shot on you. You were a big whiny, like, scared person at Royal Rumble. Can I please punch someone? I get to come out 
13th. He was so scared. CM Punk had to give him a fucking pep talk. Hey, go out there and tackle me. Give me an accolade. What's wrong with you? If little CM Punk has to fucking coach up this big guy, Rusev's just as much of a tool as Braun Strowman, it would seem. I'm not going to believe he had a young boy. I'm not going to believe anyone respected him in FCW. He was a timid little Braun Strowman walking around like, where's the boss? I'm scared to meet him. I want to be somewhere else. Don't act like you are anybody's anything. No one looks up to Rusev. Except me, because he plays Counter-Strike better than me. But Tyler, he, he, there's no way that was a young boy for him. Also, uh, we had to learn that... Oh my god, Excalibur said Senpai tonight. He did? What was he refer referring to? Was it Hikiru? I think he was referencing... Yeah, it must have been, because I was going to think Ayako. I don't know why else that word would come up. It seems to be his word for young boys' leaders. So, to, wait, if there's a young boy and a senpai, is Ayako the senpai and I'm the young boy? I'm not sure, because she's always calling you senpai, so is she the young boy? She does watch that stuff. She, I almost said that G-word stuff. She loves Japan wrestling. Maybe that's some sort of thing she's trying to inject into our cult. No one in this cult is a young boy. I'm not Blampede and BFN, okay? Yeah, we don't have any young boys over here, no matter, no matter how bad Tushaka wants to be one. Shaka, stop being my third-hour young boy. Your show's not third-hour. I have to start an impact third-hour now, Tyler, just so Chugga stops. Yeah, man, I'm going to have to start countering my uh, Tuesday streams with you now. Holy shit. We also basically threw all this with Rusev, his little backstage promo. We just learned he's Taz. He's just like Taz. Taz would cut tough guy promos and be the biggest pussy backstage. That's Miro with his joystick. Yeah, you're, you're, that guy's your young boy. So, Tyler, the reason this came out up is because they're fighting. Rusev beats Beretta. His, not his senpai, he was his senpai, his young boy. And then Jericho tells us on commentary that Rusev's joystick was like his Wilson. Do you even know what that means, Tyler? Because you were dead when that movie came out. The Wilson is like his volleyball with the face on it, right? Yes. How does your generation know that? Oh, uh, man, uh, I can't even recall just hearing that name. And I, I recall Wilson and shit. Damn, maybe we don't have to teach you guys everything. Tyler, oh, the end of this match was great. I have to show you it even. It won't be on YouTube, will it? We have to bring up that 22-minute highlight and skim around. But the end of Trent versus Rusev, ha it, it, it might have been a botch. It might not have been. If it was a botch, it's even better. So Trent Beretta goes for a springboard off the apron into the ring, slips, and Rusev just picks it right up into a kick in the face. There was a split second of like, what the fuck? And then a kick. But the timing was so good. This could have actually been on purpose. Like, it's, it was, showed the brilliance of Rusev, where maybe we do need some years in FCW to kind of learn what storytelling is so we're not doing crane kicks to Wardlow's tummy. And we can actually come up with brilliantly timed finishes in the moment. Because Tyler Trent did a fall that was reminiscent of the last pay-per-view when Evan Bourne decided to fall on his head. Then ever since he comes out, he points at his head where he landed. This is his big entrance. I fell right here, remember? So Rusev saved Trent from having to point at his head every time he comes out by kicking him in the head and pinning him. That's dope that I was able to work out and everything. I just, I'm still having trouble thinking that Rusev was really the senpai or leader of Trent Beretta. Yeah, Trent Beretta was his fucking senpai. There's no doubt about it. Wait, what is this? Miro, let's watch the clip. Miro shoots on Trent. It's fucking uploaded. Look at this guy be tough. This yeah, I'm definitely going to take away his life. Like, if he's got, like, a wrestling life, I'm going to take that away. Oh, uh, you just take a, took a great line and made it wussified. Just tell me you're going to take his life. Be Ricky Starks, because you actually look like you'd kill someone. 
Ricky Starks is lying. You're not. Um, and he's going to be left broken. I want to kill you with this stupid shit. I have this game, and I wouldn't buy this poster. I got Mortal Kombat 2. My brother stole two copies from Ames and Abington the day this came out, and I don't care about it that much to put this poster up. This is dumb, whatever that is. This picture isn't you for some reason. What the hell does he have hanging up? And the, and the, Why isn't it him kicking someone in the spine with a belt in his hand when he's about to put the accolade on his ass? Tyler, how can we never put an accolade on someone with a belt around their neck? What the hell's wrong with this guy? He's not thinking. Get your fucking brain in order, Miro. And then I'll say, I'm not saying like Matt Hardy, like cool broken. I'm going to actually break him in half. I'm actually... No, you're going to break his wrestling life in half. Let's ruin it now. Going to break him in half. I haven't... Uh, I haven't this is my first singles match. First singles match in... Since what? February? This is the what? worst... Bro I'm so sorry I brought this up, Tyler. Yeah, that was fucking horrible, and I, I hate his voice right now. It's very faggy. All I watch is TWFS, and then I forget what every other show's like. It's fucking terrible. Who's sitting through that? Tyler, let me just sit back and relax and take some take more breaths. I'm gonna be uh what's that kid's name who calls in? I'm gonna be Corn, Corn Club or whatever his name is. I'll just take a while. Yeah, man. Uh did you gonna let me know what you thought of AEW corn? No, dude. I'm uh, dude, Chugga started third hour, dude. And I'm gonna end his life. I'm no, if he has a third hour life, I'm gonna end it. Man, that, that sounds pretty intense. Why, why would you want to do that, man? You, you're not a fan of Impact? I'm going to end his life. I hate this. God damn it, Tyler. Why doesn't Miro listen to Rob Zombie like we do? I don't know, man. He needs more Rob Zombie in his life because he sounds way too low energy, and that background's horrible. Let's see your bed, Rusev. I found a new Rob Zombie song, and I'm trying not to bring it up right now. It's so fucking good. Let's bring up Trent Shoot. That'll be even better. No, thank you. God damn it, Tyler. I want all the clips from tonight. We're oh, here's one. Let's see what this is. Yeah, we got a dynamite clip. He's, he's got an ass kicking coming to him what? again, too. You, you, you'll never forget that. Bro, goldmine. We got all the clips we need on this channel. The Wrestle Beast. Tyler, he named himself after our 2K21 next gen side. We're the beast from the east. Yeah, man, I can't wait. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, those colors are red with that like dark orange, right? That's what the beast from the east. Uh, I, I'm I'm sure it is, but if not, I'm gonna have to double check. If not, I'm okay with the purple. That might be the man beast colors you described. That was what Nyla w Rose wore tonight. Now Nyla Rose is no Nyla Spida. Tyla Spida here when he streams on Twitch.tv/slash Tyla Spida. When he plays UFC 4, he plays as his female fighter, Nyla Spida. And just like Nyla Rose, Nyla Spida is a guy that pretends to be a girl and beats the shit out of girls. It's one of the funnest streams we've ever watched. So Tyler, Rusev beat Beretta. It was awesome. It was just like that promo we watched. And then Rusev grabs the mic. We should have watched this promo instead. He's outside the ring with the mic, and he starts saying that Trent has no manners. And then he goes, you know why? It's because of your mother. <laughs> it was, you cut the Mox promo from later before it happened. But while he's, while he's talking shit, uh, Miro is. Who was next to him? Kip Sabian. I always forget that guy's name. I only know the best man. But while this is happening, Orange Cassidy, unbeknownst to them, has climbed up to the top rope, and he does the orange bomb where he just free falls on him. So that was a fun moment, Tyler. We got to see Orange Cassidy for the first of two times that we got to, uh, of the night. Then, Tyler, we got to see Jim Ross again. And what was Jim Ross doing? And, you know, I actually forgot Orange Cassidy was a part of Best Friends and Chent Beretta's group. 
It's pretty crazy that you didn't even see this Jim Ross part, Tyler. It's Jim Ross and Adam Page. And you picked Adam Page to lose without even them tricking you with this. Like, this whole segment is just to make you think Adam Page ain't going to win. That's the big game. He was nervous. He admitted he was nervous. He was drinking. And Jim Ross even said to him, he called him out on the alcohol. He said, you're guzzling bourbon. You're a little nervous. And Hangman said, I'm very nervous. It was very un-cowboy-like, but at the same time, vulnerability is Hangman-like. Like, that's his whole character. He's a big, tough guy, but it's kind of like just to motivate himself. Underneath, he's a very gentle soul. He gets his feelings hurt. And like Kevin Scampoli, when he's sad, it comes out as anger or nervousness. So he was just showing that tonight. And it's going to be a huge win for Hangman, Tyler. They're tricking you. Man, I hope they're not tricking me. But actually, I do remember seeing something with Hangman across from Jim Ross. And I remember seeing in those eyes. And wasn't there like a blue background that made Hangman's eyes look so much more sad? In the chat, Sonic Gino says, the only man beast is Rhino. Tyler, I knew someone had that name. I thought it was Nyla. Thank you so much, Gino. Uh, Ibis Doodle said, his entrance music should be Rob Zombie. I don't even know who he's talking about, but yes. Absolutely. Miro, give it to him. Tyler, let me play the new song. Do you even know about Rob Zombie, Tyler? Because I taught you about him two days ago. But if you're anything like Vleeties, you already fucking forgot. Uh, no, I did not forget, nor but did I not wa listen to any Rob Zombie since we did. But I do like the Halloween movie. I'm the king freak. Get on it, JT. What are you doing sitting there? ready for that one Tyler I'm sorry you just were ready for the build-up last thing we need is your hair getting crazy like last time oh man that was intense I couldn't control myself I had to but what song was that where Rob Zombie said fiend oh was that in living dead girl no I still haven't even heard it by the way you're lying to me I sent Tyler the greatest song ever living dead girl and then you said he said fiend in it now we gotta hear the whole thing <laughs> There's no way. I might have to hear it twice after we hear him say it. Who is this irresistible creature? Last time we heard this, Tyler, I took my shirt off. God damn it. Oh. I'm going to start twirling my Kalpaka. Did he say Fiend yet? Man, it's like 2.30 is when it's going to start. I know it is. All right, fine. I'll get to 115. I'm not skipping. I'm not missing all of what I get to listen to. All right, here we go. 220.
that Tyler after you told me last night I listened to it four times and I think I was dancing too hard to even listen to the lyrics yeah man it's too late in the song you really got to skip over to it and just get ready for it Tyler now I'm gonna play the devil's reject song look what you've done you haven't even heard this one Tyler and I'm gonna make you watch the movie so you're gonna have to hear the song now Tyler devil's rejects is a sequel the sequel to what's the first one I'm gonna smash your fucking face in I swear to fucking God, smash your fucking face in. Tyler, it's House of a Thousand Corpses was the first one with the most beautiful wife I've ever seen, Sherry Moon Zombie. She seems like she'd be a big whore. No upskirts, no nudes. I got to like look at like edited, like there's a filter over it from a movie. It's supposed to look like the 20s and then her nipples in it. That's not a nipple anymore. There's too much in front of it. There's too much grain. I can't come to that. She's so beautiful. I just want one tit. One tit. Please, God, Rob, please, give me one. She's going to be so naked in the new movie, I hope. I haven't watched it yet. But I did Google for her nude yesterday, and that movie came out a year ago. So there's no way she's naked in it. I'm sorry, Tyler. So that's his wife, and she was in House of a Thousand Corpses, Tyler. And then they did a sequel that I saw at Cine Vegas before anyone. It wasn't even out yet. I was at Cine Vegas. I lived in Massachusetts at the time, still made it out here. I got a whole fucking mob out here. This is my second life right here. I control the streets down here. You better believe Trump won this fucking county. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Tyler. So I saw this movie at Cine Vegas, and it's a song, too, you know. Man, I got to hear this song, but House of Authors and Corpses, I'm surprised I haven't seen it, but I've seen the picture for it, the ad. Oh, my God. Don't even remind me of that. I'm going to freak out. I'm scared of that. One time, Tyler, I had an, an owl statue. This isn't like Bohemian Grove. I'll just keep this playing. I had an owl statue. And, and my mother, we were unpacking because we moved. And the owl was on a desk in my room. And I remember I went to bed and woke up. And the owl was looking at me. And I just kept turning away and I was afraid to look back because every time I looked it was looking at me but its back was to me the owl's head had turned around it was watching me sleep for god knows how long and that's when I found out what horror is
We're not Nazis, we're not alt nothing, we're America. The first one, the great one. Tyler, this is art. Stop taking it so seriously. There's no rules on art, so your guidelines don't matter to me. For this minute, I'm gonna murder someone and I'm gonna say it. Till I do it, leave me the fuck alone. My mom died in that other room. Sounds like a good idea! Attention, Tyler. Don't let them steal your president. I won't let it happen, man, but this video is fucking still. intense, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Holy shit. Work. We're gonna do the devil's work, Tyler. The, se the second our Twitch is back. We're having a Rob Zombie movie marathon till they ban us again. That sounds like the fucking way, man, but that song was the shit, man. We got King Corn in the Discord. How do you think he felt about that? Thank I don't know. King Corn, did you hear that song? Did it wake you up about this election? Oh my god. I even know I'm it's a history lesson for me. It is. <laughs> it is. We're going back to 2000. We're bringing up these movies people forgot existed, Tyler. Devil's Rejects was 2005 though, King Corn, and it's very important part of history. I was only 20 minus one. 19 years old, Tyler. I mean, King Corn. How old are you now, King Corn? 17. I was like two. See, I was dumber than you at 19. I was the dumbest 19-year-old. Then I saw Devil's Rejects in theater, and it opened my light bulb up. This is history for you. It's great music. Rob Zombie was in the room with me, and he gave us Q&A after. We laughed. We didn't like Rob Zombie. We didn't even like the movie. But the point is, is we were dumb then. 15 years later, that's the best movie ever made, King Corn. It's going to take you at least, you know, a decade to realize it. Man, I might as well watch the movie tonight. I got to know better to do. What did you think of Jericho tonight? I didn't see AWS, so I was trying to come see. Oh, King Corn, it was, it was good. Because a lot of tonight, of course, is hyping up the pay-per-view Saturday. 
And yeah. a big part of that is they put together these videos, uh, King Corn, for every single match. And the first one we saw was Young Bucks. It, it's like trying to tell us the story thus far, make it seem grandiose and epic. The Young Bucks one was the best one because they had the most story to tell, meaning like not the story they tried to tell. Like everything they showed us, like the 15 times that we were cringing at FTR backstage didn't make it in this video. They told a big picture story that predates FTR even coming here. And that's the story that was handed to them on a platter and they fucked up with their micro booking of meaning like week to week, they didn't know what to do. Let's break the guy's leg. Maybe we'll do it again. Let's do the Cody thing. So this video took a very confusing, not complex, confusing angle with bad performances on both sides and an exclusion of Tully altogether, and it made it kind of a coherent, you know, angle. So I'm excited. If you think of Young Bucks versus FTR as WWE versus Young Bucks, it can be fun, but they forgot to tell us that story until now, King Corn. Yeah, because all these years they were saying FTR and all the being the elite bits. This was years in the making, but I feel like they should have told that story instead of telling the AEW version. I'm picking the Young Bucks to win, though, King Corn, because I feel oh, yeah, like FTRs probably can't wait to lose. They're that classic tag team. They they take pride in being the heels that lay down, right? Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Tyler, who's your pick? Man, I got FTR still. I'm with it. I, I like that style, man. I like the little phase we had in WWE 2K20 when we were using FTR as well. I miss that, Tyler. We got to play action arcade wrestling. Tyler, you just reminded me. We don't have to play that stupid game. I'm going to return it on Steam, okay? I had to return Ultimate General Civil War because of this election. I'm sick of living out my fantasies in games. The Confederacy needs to win in real life now. I'm the general, Tyler. I've been playing RTSs for a year now. I think I'll know how to win this war. The other side is 14. What are they going to do? They have no war strats. They only play Black Ops. They don't play Total War. They don't have a chance. What were we talking about, Tyler? The Young Bucks. Who'd you pick? I pick FTR, man. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm having a lot more... Um... I'm just more on the vibe of FTR. I feel like if we do see the Young Bucks win, they're going to have at least one or two more matches, but let's hope it's not back-to-back. -back. You're right. They're the VPs. Of course, they're... I just told you why the VPs lose, and then I pick against them. Tyler, if Vladis was here, this would be so easy. I make him pick first, and then he's always wrong, and I know what to pick. You're right, and you make me change my picks. Vladis, God damn it, make it here Friday. i got to know who you pick. All right, Tyler Spida. I trust you a lot more than I trust King Corn right now because you backed it up perfectly. But, Tyler, we got Jim Ross and Hangman uh, on couches, kind of like Kenny O. But they were nicer couchers, couches. That's when Kenny told us he was nervous. And then we get this Young Bucks promo video that I just mentioned to King Corn. It was a last-ditch effort to save this thing. I think they did a pretty good job. Then Taz comes out, Tyler, scolding Will Hobbs. Only briefly because he has other business. But he has to make sure we remember Will Hobbs. If you don't know Will Hobbs, picture Keith Lee. But he loses more. So then Taz starts talking about how Tony Khan has a ranking system. He says Brian Cage here is 10-1. and 1, And he's ranked number one. But then Ricky Stocks is sitting on the turnbuckle like a fag. I'm sorry, there's no other way to say it. He had the shirt, the way he was sitting there, the glasses. When he puts them down, shows his eyes. It's faggy. I'm, ask Richard Nixon. It's the faggiest damn thing I ever saw. It's the exact quote of both of us right now. So Brian Cage is 10 and 1. Ricky Starks is unranked. And Taz says, what kind of horse shit is that? I like that. I like when Taz swears. And then Ricky Starks starts up one of the most cheesy fucking promos 
that he I would say he's ever done, but just ever. Like he's the right now, pound for pound, cheesiest promo is Ricky Starks. He's like a Sammy Guevara with a thesaurus. Like a Sammy Guevara that has old fables that he steals lessons and lines from. It's all cliches you've heard before, and they either rhyme they a lot of more than more rhyme than should. Stop rhyming the lines you steal. It's kind of more proof. And you know, when your promo rhymes, even John Cena the rapper couldn't be good doing that. That that was why he stopped wrestling. A guy's coming, a white guy's rhyming his promos. All right, Tyler, let me bring it up. Ricky, this can't be on YouTube. Ricky Stocks, and I'll check all three results, and hopefully one of them's from tonight, Tyler, because these guys had a message to send. Yeah, hopefully, man. You're making uh, Stark sound like he was—he's like Sammy Guevara trying to speak like Keith Lee. Great way to put it, because. Oh, I did put it that way, actually. So, <laughs> Keith Lee, yes, Keith, but maybe that's what Ricky needs, a deeper voice. Keith Lee adds an artificial bass to his voice that makes him seem like a grandiose Wizard of Oz delivery. Everything is in third person, and I'm looking down on enough of this character. And, you know, he talks in third person, so when I said I'm looking, he would never say that. The limitless one looks down upon thee. One of the worst fucking characters I've ever seen. Tyler, I can find a promo from four months ago with Taz in it, but I don't think I want to watch one where he's wearing shorts. So we just have to trust that in pants tonight he did better. Then we stick to... Oh, I, so I looked away while Ricky Stocks was tar talking is the point. And I only looked back because I heard a Subway commercial. I do remember Ricky Starks said something like, you know, I'm hitting home runs, baby. Like, you know, just saying stupid shit that doesn't make sense. One second he's going to murder somebody, literally in his words. The next he's hitting home runs on them. He's the worst promo, and he looks so gay when he talks. Even when he's not, he ain't a heel. This is like Brian Last, the, who hosts the Jim Cornette shows I'll never listen to again after they stole the election. I got to hear that guy be like, this Ricky Starks, he's a natural heel. This guy's just amazing. He just bleeds charisma. You have no idea what you're talking about. This is what happens when uncool people try to point out cool. You see some nerd like Ricky Starks, like, that's a cool guy. He's going to leave the Dungeons and Dragons. Shut the fuck up, you nerd. That guy ain't cool, and he's not a heel. He can't even cut a fucking promo. And, and when he's in the ring, he could be Sammy Guevara for all I care because I ain't watching it. So, Tyler, the little people aren't going to beat big people. Put something be believable on. Then, So I look away. I look back at a Subway commercial. And I'm like, wow, Subway, Buffalo Chicken. I haven't had that since 2009. That was like my favorite sub. Tyler, have you ever had the Buffalo Chicken? It's that... uh. They got the chicken little strips at Subway, and then they put buffalo sauce on there. And then, of course, you're going to put your provolone yourself. No, man, I'm way too picky. I never eat chicken on a Subway sandwich. Vegetables and cheese only, maybe some bacon. There's no way you're having their tuna then, huh? Oh, not a chance, man. I love tuna, and I can't have that tuna. Tyler, I bought tuna from Instacart, and the Instacart lady brought me flaked tuna instead of solid white albacore. Uh, what is the difference? I've never tried tuna in my life. I always just hated the smell. I just know there's shitty tuna, which is chunk light, and there's perfect tuna, which is solid white. Flaked must be in between, which is not enough to the right, okay? They stole my tuna order. They stole my election. I thought America was free. No, it's only free for Russia. Russia, it was real. It was Bi the big guy, Biden. I'm sorry, Tyler. So anyways, I looked back at this Subway commercial, and in the picture-in-picture, picture, I see Matt Hardy. Like, we go from Taz getting a promo on Will Hobbs two minutes later. Now Matt Hardy's on the ramp selling, and I'm just like, what's going on right now? Private Party is helping him. 
And it's like, well, how did this happen? Tyler, did you see this part? I know your 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 feed cut out, but don't make me have to find this part. Man, I did not see see this part, but this sounds horrible. I'm sort of glad I didn't. Why is this happening? What happened to Matt Hardy? Sammy Guevara wasn't even out there. Tyler, I'm bringing up Watch Wrestling. This is where we all watch wrestling. It's on Watch Wrestling. It's that. Look at how easy it is to use. Just click on AW and it's there. This is what the the AW network should be. Daily motion videos. Let's see. We're about, what, five parts in? Let's take a look here. I feel we're about five parts in. If not, we're in for a treat. Maybe Kenny Omega can be on here with brooms. All right, back live here on Dynamite. And coming show. up Saturday night at Full Gear in the main event for the AEW. Oh, Eddie Kingston, Tyler, you ain't ready for that shit. You wait a second, Tyler. We can't skip to the good part just because we want to. We got to see Ricky Starks. We signed up for one thing, and that's to review this whole stupid show. Okay, we covered this video. Here we go. Look at this video. Against Darby. It's going to be a great match. There's no doubt about that. It will be a great match. Actually, Darby and Cody have a lot in common, guys. They're both entitled. They're both spoiled. They're both given everything they want. And hey, Mr. Office, Mr. EVP Cody, you listen to me right now, man. You run around here with your fancy good looks, your chiseled body, your custom suits, all knotted up. Listen, I guarantee it. Look you at Ricky right here. You run around here with your fancy good looks, Look at Ricky, your chiseled Ricky right body, here. your custom suits, all knotted up. I just went back to that with part With your again. fancy championship. Sorry, that's my favorite part. And Cody, I anybody who knows line. you knows you live by the motto. Look at Ricky here. Look at this idiot. He's trying to have body. Look, he just exudes charisma. Brian Last loves this part. Look at Ricky Starks. I just want to suck his dick. That's all Brian Last is saying is he has a crush on the guy. When you say a guy exudes charisma and you think he's a good heel, it means part of you just wants to spread his ass open. Hey, he's got a Does he shave his asshole, Jim? Right what? I miss Ricky Look Starks' promo. Tyler. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Home runs. Look at this idiot. Here we go. I'm sorry that we have to watch so much of this now. I have to go back. We had to see Taz play tough. I know, but we like that. Who better than Cage? Nobody. Absolutely. Well said. Nobody. Well said. <laughs> well said. You bury him when you say well said, because it's not well said. You're just pointing out how not well said it was. Is one the last Look at him exuding. He looks like fucking Chris Kattan and Night at the Roxbury. This guy ain't a wrestler or a charismatic anything. He's wearing a, Look at that turtleneck with that cross. It's 97. Here are the facts, Jack. Oh, God. Every opportunity this company has thrown my way. Stop I, rhyming your promos, please. Hit it out of the park. I'm talking home runs. Yeah, I already said that. Part. I have opened dynamite and I have closed dynamite. And I have proven exactly why they call me absolute Ricky Starks. And I have proven exactly why they call me the biggest faggot on TNT. What is this voice? Tyler, what is that voice? That is some fag shit right there, man. I actually am a fan of the fit, but anytime I see Ricky Sarge, I just picture Ryback kicking his ass. What are you a fan of, the fit? Yeah, I like the way he's dressed up. What? I want to rock that fit. The fit. <laughs> Maybe he is cool. I didn't even know what the fit was. I, now that you point out the fit, no, that, you like that belt? You like him tucking in that shirt like that? You like those jeans? Uh I'm a fan of a rare tuck-in, but not the belt specifically. No, specifically. Generally, it's great, but if we're going to break it down, he needs a new belt buckle. <laughs> so, that's why I have a hard time figuring out exactly why I can't even be ranked. But, 
Hear me out, guys. Hear me out. Because you're a tag team wrestler without a partner. No one can take you seriously. Look at you. You can't win a match. One plus one is two, right? Yes. And that makes sense to us, right? Yes. But no, what doesn't make it doesn't. sense to me is how... No. This makes as much sense as Vicky talking to Hikiru later. None of it makes sense to me. Oh, we still don't have a match this Saturday at Full Gear, so I'm going to ask you. I am begging you. Stop. Yeah, we're trying to sell tickets. That's why. What the fuck? We put the NWA title on the pre-show. You think you're getting on the main card? Taz, please, make it make sense, man. Taz, he can I wish I could make it make sense, but I can't. I'll tell you what, though. Cody defending his TNT championship this Saturday. All right, so we want to figure out what happened to Matt Hardy. And, oh, it must be here. For hours on end. Hey, Tony. Hey, Mr. Khan. Hey, Mr. Khan. What a kiss ass. Wow. Still Look at this guy right here. He voted for the president. And they stole his vote. They stole it. When they steal an election, they're not stealing it from Trump. They're stealing it from you. Angry about MJF before. You stay kiss oh ass on television. Wait, stop him. Wow, I missed all this, Tyler. Apparently, Private Party came out. I actually remember hearing, oh my God, is that Private Party? And I looked away. Somehow, the subway commercial got me to look, but not that line. The Young Bucks agreed to take this match ahead of full gear. Oh my God. Look at the happy feet as he comes running out on the fucking. <laughs> comes out of the circle doing small steps. There you go. All right, that's what happened, Tyler. We missed Sammy Guevara telling his story. What a fun night for Sammy. He got to beat someone up. This is like when he would do 450s in front of his mom, Tyler. Yeah, and it, I feel like his catchphrase is just always going to be now. It was me, man. It was me all along. <laughs> I'd be jumping off my roof, and my mom would come outside and be like, get off the roof. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd do like a 630 on yeah, some trash can. His mom was oh, his biggest man. fan. Well... His mom was the only one there, and even she hated it. Stop doing 630s on the trash cans. Tony Schiavone summed that up perfectly. Oh, man. Well, so anyways, Tyler, then we get Young Bucks versus Private Party because that's why Private Party came out. They wanted to fight someone, and I guess Max Buck's leg is okay. He's wrestling. There goes the one mystery of the storyline of Young Bucks versus FTR. Can Max Buck even wrestle with that leg? Oh, yeah, he did tonight. He's fine. So Max Buck's wrestling. And uh, he takes out his earrings at the beginning, Tyler. And he's fake chewing gum because he thinks he's Shawn Michaels like every other wrestler. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre because he fell off a cage thinks he's Shawn Michaels. Max Buck thinks he's Shawn Michaels. None of you are HBK. And Tyler, how come we got to have just the wrestlers knowing how great HBK is? But the WWE Network forgets. We got to watch Undertaker shit all the time still. Shawn Michaels was at a Survivor Series or two himself, you know. You know, Lone Survivor maybe. He won a couple Royal Rumbles, won from the first spot. Why doesn't he ever come up? Is it because we're replacing his legacy with Triple H's? I feel like we might get one soon, man. And you bring up a good point because why isn't there anything really Shawn Michaels special oriented? He fucking retired after WrestleMania 25. Do we even get anything about that? Far and away the greatest wrestler of all time to the point that he could be the biggest piece of shit in real life and he's still the greatest of all time because who cares? It's about what we watch. I was in the click, the real one. All the kids wearing, like, zebra shirts. And we were click, spelt with a K. And we had the fucking signs that said click in 95. Scott Hall, was, Razor Ramon wasn't in the click. Razor Ramon was with one, two, three kid fighting the click in tag matches. Diesel, me, John, we're the click, all the kids. I'm sorry, Tyler. 
So, the, but also there was a brief time in history where Shawn Michaels was getting the respect he deserved. Undertaker was still active, and they were putting up like the hundred greatest of all time wrestlers. Shawn Michaels was number one. I think Undertaker was two, three, one of those. Point is, is he wasn't one. Shawn Michaels was. We make that same DVD now. The narrative's different, and it's not fucking fair because Undertaker had. You, if you want to know why I don't like the Undertaker, here's a good match to watch: Undertaker versus Undertaker. It's all there. No one fucked up. It went exactly how it was supposed to. Pay attention and watch what sucks about it. That's every one of his matches. So, Tyler, uh, Young Bucks are Shawn Michaels now. And Young Bucks beat Private Party and then FTR attacks. And they use a chair on Max Buck's ankles again. <laughs> awesome. And then I guess uh, Nick Jackson gets to be the hero Saturday. Wait a minute. Here comes Adam Page. Adam Page saves Max Buck. Uh, Adam Page has his alcohol in his hand. And then after Adam Page saves the Bucks, Kenny Omega comes out to try to take the credit. Because the Young Bucks are beat up. They're confused. Next thing you know, their assailants are gone, and Kenny O's on top of them. Like, you guys okay? Adam's just there holding his drink. He couldn't have helped. Tyler, Kenny Omega's a Gemini, isn't he? Manipulating these young kids, the Young Bucks. Man, he, he's doing, he's being real smart about it, coming in there and taking that spot. That's for sure a Gemini thing. And Young Bucks are his young boys. God damn it, they're tricking everybody. I see Sonic Gino in the chat. I see Broken Freaking Neck. J-Cake is here. Hi, J-Cakes. Ibis Doodles. Hero of Sin is here. King Corn is here. Nathan Wella. Tyler, we're on uh, DLive.com slash TWFS, and J-Tay is here. Do you think J-Tay just heard the Rob Zombie and had to get here? Man, I think he's a big fan of that Rob Zombie. I think that same night that we first listened to it, he requested another song a lot similar to it. Thank you guys so much for being with us after Twitch destroyed us or tried to. They stole our election. They stole our Twitch. But, Tyler, we're happier than ever. How does this work? Could it be that these platforms are just burdens and not platforms? Could it be that our happiness comes from within, not a purple website? Oh, it's for sure from within, man. No matter what, no Twitch, no YouTube, no DLive, man. We're all here, and the cult is a thing, man. We even have all these other links. To Let me show you what happens to other people, though, Tyler. Some people don't have the grit. Like, we say grit a lot because we don't want that taken for granted in us or in others. It needs to be pointed out that Edge did have grit. And this guy named Box of Demons on YouTube I used to watch, he did VR videos. And then I see, put up a month ago, he's quitting. Look at this. You know what I mean. Jap 6 of Kai. What? What did he just say? Hey, yo. Is that a hey, Rob yo. Zombie mask, Tyler? What the fuck, dude? He knows about the devil's rejects. All right, here we go. Hey, yo. How you doing? Now, I think many of you knew this video was coming. And I thought I'd do it rather than just saying au revoir, slamming the door in your face and... Skipping off into the sunset with Kate Beckinsale. Well, you've got to have a dream. How are you going to have a dream? He always true? puts Kate yes, Beckinsale in his videos. Today is the last day of this channel. Listen channel to his voice, how great he sounds. Closed. And I've been thinking about this for, ooh, for a while now. And it's for various reasons. The channel has he's been on its ass, let's be honest, for the last probably. This guy's out of his fucking mind. Listen to the voice. His videos are so well produced. That creepy voice, he'll actually, like, he'll play into the radius, the VR game, and he's role-playing. He's, like, out in the wilderness with, in VR, believe in it. He's going to pack his bag. It's just, he makes it creepier with the way he does it. This guy has 8,000 fucking subscribers. 
This video has like 85 comments. What is he bitching about? The last year, I've tried. Listen, box of demons, everyone else. Numbers don't matter anymore. Numbers don't matter. All the biggest names are deplatformed. Stop worrying about views. That's all rigged now. Everything. Updating the style on the logo, on the thumbnails. Look within. I've tried doing different videos such as VR and all sorts. And, and then when I, you know, like some of the DayZ videos were really popular. I think one of them had like 128,000 views. He's counting but views. 128,000. Who cares? 30 subscribers, which is just... Let me let you into a little secret here. If you've got a YouTube channel or if you haven't got a YouTube channel. Yeah, he's going to tell me. His, I know what he says. Listen to what he says. Listen to his excuse right here. Now, this is how it works. You create a video because you think it's really interesting and you spend time editing it. No, I create it because I want to spread hate. It's not in music and you think, oh, this is going to be great. People are going to love this. And you upload it. And then nothing happens. You got to wait, you fucking moron. Or whatever. And you think, well, so what? But this it's not going to magically happen. Your video being good doesn't... And he, that's what he's saying, is you can make a great video, it's not going to be found. But what the fuck, Tyler? It's a long game. You're not sitting here looking to win the lottery when you start a YouTube channel, unless you're an idiot. Tyler, this guy gives up at 8,000 subs. What do you need? Uh, that's It seems pretty ungrateful that he would go uh, that route about it. Uh, I remember caring nothing about that in the very beginning when I started streaming. I even stopped for a little bit, and um, I just started up again one day, and I've been addicted ever since. You never can give up like that, man. What the fuck? After a while, when you put in so much effort in, I mean, I used to pay £600 a year licensing for the music. Why and would you do that? He's doing the basics dumb. Stop paying for anything. Just play it all. Gives a fuck about these idiots. A loss because it was do. a hobby and I enjoyed doing it. Come get me. Fuck you. That's my reply. I still have letters from WWE lawyers I just keep for fun. I didn't listen to them. But when you put the video up, you're constantly looking at your phone. Oh, you know, downvotes and people leaving one comment maybe. There's select few people. Ungrateful, man. Always there. Thank you. There's and another I thing. Like Joe Cronin will do this. There'll be a week his episode does shit, and he'll think it's YouTube working against him. It's like, you know, just because someone subscribed to you doesn't mean you're their whole life. It doesn't mean they're all waiting for you to go live. Some weeks, people want to do something else. It's okay. It starts to really get to you after a while. No, it doesn't. Because you look at other people like Have Cunt, grit. Who we started at the same time, and he's got... All these people are doing this for the wrong reason. I wanted to do this before YouTube existed, before there was a podcast. I started a radio show in 2005. That's what I did. What is wrong with you fucking kids, Tyler? You're all on your social media accounts wanting the world handed to you. You all think you're the most interesting person in the world. And when you actually find a niche audience, niche audience it ain't enough for you. Yeah, uh, I, I don't understand a lot of people around my age group, especially when it comes to social media. They're all just fishing for followers, especially on something like Instagram or Twitter. They're all over that shit, man, and they're so obsessed with, let me make sure I unfollow half of my people that I've been following so far, just so my ratio looks good. Another interesting thing he says, though, he actually brings up Trump. He starts talking like he's a right-leaning person who's being punished. This guy makes VR videos, like, not once has politics come up unless he's putting them in the tags like a moron. 150,000. And we know what he did. Let's not go over that. Yeah, on Reddit when he backstabbed me and basically took the community. Apparently he's got drama too. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck that uh, Danny Richardson took his community and made a show called My Black Friend, he says. Give me money.
fuck him. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm quitting YouTube anyway. So fuck <laughs> that twat. Uh, yeah, yeah, we quit too. I'm sorry we watched that much, Tyler. When I hear a guy quit, I quit too. I'm done with him. Yeah, you're with him on that much, but if he's fucking quitting, send me your mic and all that styrofoam, man. Let me pad up this fucking room. This guy needs Rob Zombie. That's what he needs. Poor guy. Broken freaking neck. We played that instead of your video. How do you think of, how do you think of that? That's what you get for calling us Nazis on Discord. So, Tyler, after the Young Bucks win, FDR attacks them, and they're going to put Buck's chair in the... Oh, we already talked about this. The Buck's leg in the chair again, but Hangman saves him. Can he come out? Tyler, now it's the best part. Eddie Kingston, the big match Saturday, the reason everyone needs to watch Full Gear, the, the companion especially on Discord with us, uh, is because of this main event. Knowing Tony Khan, you he, he, he put this on first. He thinks Young Bucks are the main event. But Eddie Kingston versus uh, John Moxley is for the AEW title. And Tyler, we found that YouTube channel with all the clips. You have to see what uh, Eddie Kingston said. Do you remember what he said last time about why he sold out? Uh, no, I have no recall of why he was saying all that. Luckily, he says it all again tonight. Tyler, I lost the channel. When are you going to save these things for me? Just kidding. Music. Shivani, get out of the ring. Actually, before this, too, because Eddie Kingston came out first, and it's just him and Shivani in the ring. And Eddie Kingston goes, do your job. Hold up the mic. And no one's even talking yet. He just holds his hand up with the mic. I like that. He was just mean mugging Tony Schiavone the whole time Mox was coming out. So then Mox comes out. And also during Mox's entrance, Chris Jericho shouts out the great Pat Patterson. Tyler, Pat Patterson's amazing. Do you know how important he is? Yeah, he blew every guy in wrestling. And he is the first Intercontinental Champion. And we still love him. He actually molested Roddy Piper. And we still love him. Because Pat Patterson taught me everything I know about wrestling. Everything I know about a wrestling match, he's been teaching me since I was a young boy. He created the Royal Rumble, you know. Yeah, um, I actually forgot about that. I do remember that. I don't know why I was putting him and Hacksaw the first winner together. Do you know what kind of accent he has? Not at all, no. I'm exposing you. Do you know what color his hair is? It is white right now. i only seen it white ever since I was a kid. I've never seen any young Pat Patterson. I was trying to catch you, Tyler. Before we watch the best part of Dynamite, let's watch the best part of Legends House. When Pat Patterson comes out as gay to a people who already knew he was gay for 20 years, including one of the people he raped, <laughs> Roddy Piper here who got molested by... We should probably play a video to back that up. There's a great Roddy Piper clip of him talking about Pat Patterson doing some stuff to him, but he can't say, I, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have said this. This was in the young times of shoot interviews where Sean Oliver was breaking the door wide open on all this seedy underbelly stories. And he got Roddy Piper too comfortable. Right, now we got to watch that, don't we? Let's just put in Roddy Piper, Pat Patterson. This shit ain't hard to find, Tyler, even in Joe Biden's world. Um, well, Pat Patterson doesn't like me. Pat he loves me. Pat doesn't like you? No, no, no. Okay. Um, my my toenail scratched his asshole. I, when I, I Tyler, I put girls' toenails up my ass. Not their toenails, their toe. And the toenails on it. And Tyler, this might have been my biggest mistake with Jessica. The first time we had sex, I shoved her heel up my ass. Like, the first time. I didn't even wait till the second time. What the fuck, man? And what kind of position was that in? Were you on top of her? You just sort of sat back on the heel? What happened? Well, I was on top for first. Then I changed. She's on her back. I'm laying sideways. We're in an a, a capital H without you there. 
So if we're in the full capital H, she's blowing you. Uh, but I'm on the bottom side, uh, sideways, doing this. And while I'm doing that, I got her leg, and I shove her left leg because her right leg's up around my shoulder here as we're on her side. And her right leg, I'm just digging in there. And as I thrust my penis in, it moves my ass and hips into her foot. And it feels good. Man, what a fucking setup you have right there, man. I never thought uh, that could be possible. And it seems kind of fun. I call it the Pat Patterson now. Again. I've been, Internet Girlfriend can confirm this is my favorite thing to do. I actually put Internet Girlfriend's full big toe up my ass. That was my second favorite thing. The, the heel's big, and I like that. The toe's not big enough. Right, Olympic Auditorium, I, was, I don't know, 21. 21? That ain't molested. <sighs> you got raped, bro. I must have been okay. You know, you need to be a man about these. Me, I'm talking about myself. Need to be a man about Don't these. you love this, Tyler, when old guys talk about being a man? That's always fun to hear. Gay people hate that. Gay people hate that. Trannies hate that. Be a man. That's a societal norm. By the way, Tyler, while we're, while we're on this, Nyla, Rose, Sunny Kiss, we all agree societal norms are bad. We should go against them. We're all punk rock, okay? But here's the thing. When you say you're a girl because you like the color pink, because you wear girl things that society considers girl things, you're just giving in to the societal norms. You're not rebelling. What a real rebel does is saying, I'm going to wear blue, I'm going to wear pink as a guy, but I'm still a guy, but I'm wearing the girl color. What are you going to do about it? You don't go, I need surgery now because I wear pink. Society was right. No. I'll teach you more later. These things. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, like since I was 15, I've been in this business. And, uh, now he's molested, 15. So he got young he got molested when he was 15. He must have said something when he was 21. Business, it can be very difficult. Um, it's a political thing. Was he trying to keep yeah, you down? No, no. no I, sexual um, thing. Sexual thing. Hey, you know, probably my fault. I was <laughs> probably my fault. Oh God, BFN, you're gonna see that so many times in your life. You liberal idiot. It's probably your fault. I. Uh, I got raped in this awesome San Francisco city. It must be my fault. It couldn't be San Francisco. I was a pretty little kid, believe it or not, one time, and uh, it just got awkward. That's all. That's he, all. Ma he made I you did. awkward, and, right, and you I held did. a grudge. Or I did, whatever, you know, my bad. Were you forced? All right, so Tyler, he has tears in his eyes. He said he thought he was a pretty little kid. He thinks it's his fault. What could have happened with Pat Patterson in the shower? Man, uh, everything could have went down, and, you know, Piper was probably with it and then had some second thoughts take place, but, you know, he's full-on victim right now. If he's saying it was probably my fault. No doubt about it. And then he even does a podcast segment trying to explain it later on his podcast. His podcast was, like, less and more incoherent than Ric Flair drunk on his podcast. Like, it made no sense. Poor Roddy Piper was just out of his mind. Like, he did too many drugs or had CTE or something. He was half retarded. All right, here we go. Not that. So now here's happy Roddy Piper with his rapist, and we're all going to cry together about something else. We all know, yeah. by the way, we all know Pat Patterson's gay. And look, this guy, Teddy Atlas, knows exactly what Roddy Piper should be feeling about it. But so we know Pat's gay. That clip we watched with Sean Oliver was years ago, before this. 
Sean knows he's gay, but we're going to come out now like it's news. Look at this. Well, from where I come from, what I have, I have nothing, no family. Now, France has a lot of gay people, so don't act like France wouldn't let you come out. No money. And it's I, all Muslims now. They kill us there. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I ended up with Vince working in the office. To me, that was the biggest achievement of my life. But there's more to that, guys. There's more to that. Yeah, we know. He ricocheted you. Sitting here tonight, I, I'm going to say something that I would never want to say publicly. I'm a fag. But being, being here with you guys. I'm a big French fag. And I created the Royal Rumble. Everyone just cheers. Why are they crying? This is good news. For once in my life, I'm going to be me now. Look at Piper. Oh, God, he's fingering those grapes real funny. He knows exactly what happened. Oh, Howie. Howie, doesn't, he has no idea. They never let him in on anything backstage. <laughs> I survived all this <laughs> being gay. I survived all this. But when he Being just a let it go tonight and made it happen, I started tearing up. My fellow Legends mates started tearing up. I lived with that for 50-some years. We all did. <laughs> we know. I had a friend with me for 40 years. What? And I lost him because he had a heart attack, and what? I ended up alone. Now we're I crying. survived a business. I did. I'm so proud of me. Oh, look at that. Ronnie Piper loves that part. Oh, your fucking fag friend died. You two double team me. You got what you deserve. Yes, I did. I'm so Why proud. Why would you have this look on your face after you found out about the saddest part of the whole thing? <laughs> I him because he had a heart attack. And a I heart attack, alone. huh? Well, I'm hungry. I survived a business. I did. I'm so proud of you. long toast. <laughs> it's tough, guys. It was tough. We love you, Pat. We love We've you, always man. loved you. <laughs> I gave my life to the business. I don't regret nothing. Best part of this show, Tyler, is when Roddy Piper would go walk outside under the moon. He would have dark nights where he couldn't hang out with Pat Patterson. And he'd go howl at the beach and shit in the middle of the night. What the fuck? That sounds crazy, but I just now finally heard that Pat Patterson accent. I never heard it until he started crying. Oh, the, uh, the Pat Patterson impressions are the best. Like Bruce Pritchard on his something to wrestle with has a great Pat Patterson impression. And he might be the, the only one, actually. So all the impressions belong to the great Bruce Pritchard. The, what, that, was, that was one time the best wrestling podcast in the world. The great something to wrestle. Then Bruce Pritchard had to sacrifice his life to write Raw and SmackDown and make that better than it's ever been. The podcast has suffered, but it's worth it. All right. So here's tonight on Dynamite. The reason we had to call in our secret weapon, Bruce Pritchard, to write Raw and SmackDown. This show, AEW. This is our championship challenger, Tyler. And this is Eddie Kingston talking to the champ. Cut his music. Shivani, get out of the ring. You think this is a game, John? You think this is a game? I'm going to destroy you Saturday. You understand that? On the 7th. Because this is all that matters in our sport. No other championship means that much. Only this championship. And you're holding it. Oh, it cuts. So I got to take you out. It cuts. I had to sell out. I had See, Oh, this ain't it. God damn it. We got tricked, Tyler. This isn't the type of promo you can cut like that. Like the shit he's yelling. Let's at least hear if we get Moxley bringing up his mother. 
These people are so fucking selfish editing this show down like this and uploading it. Tense. Taking the art out of it. So much history between these two men. Make the title Bork Laser like we used to and put up the whole clip. (laughs) The longer I'm in this business, the more I learn that loyalty is a bitch. Like your mother. I have been burned time and again, but I never, ever thought I could get burned. You want to be happy? Did he just do a Wolfpack symbol, Tyler? Was that a Triple H? Man, he might have just thrown that right now, but John sounds weird on the mic right now. I never heard this tone come out of him, or maybe it's the quality of that video. The I've been very intrigued by this Moxley title reign in a way that other people aren't even noticing it. Like I, I feel like looking back, Mox has never faced so many consecutive opponents that are better on the mic than him. Like It's very weird to watch. Uh, Moxley try to interact with cooler quote-unquote characters because ever since he debuted in The Shield he was the coolest guy in the room years the year or two before he came, uh, made his debut on TWFS I'd always hear of a Moxley and him and Mick Foley in the hotel lobby and this guy cuts the best promos and blah 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 and ultimately he proved it every all the shit I heard about him I didn't want to believe and he proved it all but here in AEW going through Jericho and then uh, Eddie Kingston and MJF, like every segment, even MJF with this campaign stuff, every segment seemed to be Mox fighting an uphill battle against cooler on the indies wrestlers. Like Eddie Kingston right now is the hottest thing in, on the message boards. He's got to be with these promos. And Mox, as the champ, the WWE guy, has to go remind people that who he actually is. It's, it's very fun to watch, and a lot of people are just disregarding this. I was happy for you. I was happy for your mother, whose dream it was. Look at him, look at how mad Eddie Kingston gets. Yeah, your mother, Ruthie. Don't you ever whose bring kitchen up my table mother. I said at. Don't you ever. I guess I broke that. Damn pro- it, he gets even madder. Don't you ever. He just gets in his face. I loved this thing. Tyler, where do we find the full clip? Where are they hiding it? Man, it might have to go to watch wrestling for that one. Oh. AEW is weird on their cliffs when they upload them. I don't know if they wait for the West Coast show to be over. Great call, Tyler. I completely forgot about what we just used. The great watch wrestling will have this thing. This is worth our time. Eddie Kingston had his promo, his amazing promo from two or three weeks ago, cut for time. He cut most of it off air. This one was nice, nice and in the middle. So we weren't going to miss anything. And Tyler, remember, it was part five that this was on. So we're going to be right where we need to be. We even get to hear his theme song right now. How fucking lucky are we? Oh, I love this show. All right, back live here on Dynamite. And coming up Saturday night at Full Gear in the main event for the AEW World Championship, John Moxley will defend against this man in an I Quit match in our face-to-face here tonight. Here is Eddie Kingston. Tony Schiavone has nice hair. <laughs> Chris, have you been in many high-quit matches? I've been in a few, but I never quit. But I'll tell you what, they're very brutal because what kind of a man would ever want to say that I quit in front of thousands, tens of thousands, a hundred thousand people? Not me. I came, I came, it's obviously I came, I came, I short came, line I I'm going you hurt badly enough. You can't stand any more pain. Look at that Therefore, face. You will say, He's got I that quit. Sammy Guevara eyes. When you get Sammy Guevara canceled, those are the eyes. Hold the mic up. Do your job, Shivani. Hold the microphone up. Yes. Tony Shivani taught him that, by the way. And I know this because Cody Rhodes said 
Tony is the guy who's always telling him, don't lean down into the microphone. And isn't it great the guy holding it tells you that? Hold it up, you fucking idiot. Why are you, Tell yourself that. Tell yourself that I'm leaning into it and fix it yourself. And there's the great moment that Tony Schiavone brings up on AEW Unrestricted from the, one of the best Cody promos. Uh, was it the one where he said shit? I don't know. Sometime last year, we loved all his promos. It was before his hair was black and he, everything fell off the rails. But he, did, he mentioned uh, that Tony, who was holding the mic, gave him a nudge. Like, hey, move up. Tony, nudge him with the mic. Hit him in the teeth with it. Here we go. Here comes the champion, the irrepressible John Moxley. Irrepressible. That's a new one. I like that's better than uh, whatever Triple That's better than the assassin. What is Triple H? The cerebral assassin? I like whatever Jim Ross just said better. The irrepressible. Sure does. And you got that champion title for me. This music. Shivani, get out of the ring. You think this is a game, John? You think this is a game? I'm going to destroy you Saturday. You understand that? On the 7th, I'm going to ruin you. And I'm going to take that championship. I'm going to hand it to my mother. And I'm going to tell her, Ma, the reason why you don't have a grandchild is because of this. The reason why I didn't give you a daughter-in-law is because of this. Because this is all that matters in our sport. No other championship means that much. Only this championship. And you're holding it. That's right. That thing ain't red, okay? This thing ain't unfinished. This is a real fucking title. So I got it. We got this one right the first time. Take you out. I had to sell out. I had to become everything I hated. I had to put on this Joe Cronin necklace. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. It's too late for me, John. You ain't saving nobody. And I'm taking that championship from you. Oh, that breath must be stinky. You're smelling everything in that gut. He's got an ulcer down there. He's just oozing out into his fucking breaths. Moxley's going to so catch it back. Look at that tug of war for the microphone. Look at that. Let go of it. Let go of it. Let go of it. Let go of it. Thank you. They say be careful who you call your friends. Me? I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies because the longer I'm in business... He's broke, Tyler. Yeah, man, he's got no money going on, but I, I know why John brought uh, the mom into the situation. Eddie brought it up first. He did, Tyler, but still, that doesn't, just because I joke about my dead mom doesn't mean you get to. The more I learn, that loyalty. Okay, fine, you can, but Ayako can't. And I have been burned. Oh, wait, he has an earring in, Tyler. John Moxley isn't going to win. Oh, no way. I'm just now noticing that, too. He has a fucking hoop. Oh, God. How do you have an earring in when you already have that belt? You don't need any more jewelry. Time and again, but I never, ever thought I could get burned. He better fucking rob zombie that earlobe. You better get some gauges in there if I'm going to take him seriously. And there's uh, the great Eddie Kingston dropping an HBK again. He thinks he's Shawn Michaels, too. Everyone, Shawn Michaels with their Wolfpack signs and their super kicks. John Moxley with his earring wants to be Shawn Michaels. We're all fake chewing gum during our entrance. Fuck you fucking people. This is like if I became a wrestler. I love Shawn Michaels the most. His boyhood dream was mine. I, I should be out there at replicating the goat. I didn't know everyone else was going to do this. It's that easy, Tyler. Get in the Hall of Fame doing it now. Ready? Never. If, if, all, if, if that's all it takes to lose three times to Goldberg in one night, I'll start doing it. Dolph Ziggler. 
I was so happy for you, man. I was so happy for you Who when cares? you signed the contract. Shut cares? up. I'm trying to tell you. I don't care. I'm trying to tell you I what's going care. on. I was so happy for you when you signed the contract. You weren't happy. happy. I was happy for you. I was happy for your mother. That's the Eddie Kingston style I was frowning upon when he first got his pro uh, promo on AEW months ago, months ago. Weeks. I don't know how long. I watch this shit all the time. It's There's no time. It's just constant. But I remember his first promo when he was outside the ring. Tass is in the ring. Or the tag teams are all there. He's cutting promos on people that we can't see because it's a close shot on Eddie. But they're like melting shit back because they're in character. He would stop his promo to respond. What? What, Taz? Like, that type of interaction didn't come off well there, but here it's great because he's, he's got a guy, a performer he can trust to do that with. He can interrupt him. He can try to throw him off, and John Moxley ain't going to lose a beat. <laughs> Whose dream it go was back a minute here. is a bitch. And I have been burned time and again, but I never, ever thought I could get burned by you, buddy. Never. How did Triple H burn him, by the way? I was so happy. Tyler, how did Triple H burn John Moxley? I listened to that Moxley podcast four times. I don't remember Triple H burning him. Yeah, wasn't Triple H making him do all the shit that he disliked doing, right? Maybe he was just the uh, yes man Pritchard at the time. Happy for you, man. I was so happy for you Who when cares? you signed the contract. Shut cares? up. I'm trying to tell you. I don't care. I'm trying to tell you I what's going care. on. I was so happy for you when you signed the contract. You weren't happy. I was happy for you. I was happy for your mother, whose dream your it mother. was. Yeah, your mother, Ruthie. Don't you ever whose bring kitchen up my table mom. I sat at. Don't you ever. Who I said Don't you ever bring up Susie. Right with. Who I made a promise to that I would look after you. That I would always have your back. No matter what trouble you caused for yourself, I made that promise to her. And I guess. Yeah, he's wearing her earring right now. Look, he talks to her all the time. Well, I guess I broke that promise, didn't I? See, I believe. This, now look at Eddie Kingston. This is what Hikaru Shida was trying to do later. When Vicky Guerrero's cutting a promo on her, Hikaru's trying to act an American. It's great. But for now, we'll deal with the good performance. That the loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. And you've been real. What does that mean, Tyler? What does he mean the loudest one's the weakest one? I think he's trying to say Eddie Kingston is all bark and no bite. Oh, okay. That's about Eddie Kingston. All right. Well, Eddie Kingston's going to prove him wrong. Loud lately, Eddie. Why is that? That's not you. You're not weak. So what's going on up here? I think I know what it is. After 18 years, you finally get your shot this Saturday. You get your shot. The, shot, the worst part of this, this, the part of this that makes me sick, that puts my stomach in knots. The Kenny Omega Pots? I know, this show would be so good without those. You made a promise. You made a promise. All right, back to the end. Let's go to the end, because Eddie Kingston, without a mic, steals it all back, makes it good again. You better get ready to play. You better get ready. This is real. This is real. I love this that. I love that. This is real. Take that, Colin Jost. This is shit even real? We don't say that on here. We don't ask if it's real on here. We yell in your fucking face this is real. How great is that moment, Tyler? It is so fucking great, and honestly, just watching this go down and just thinking about Eddie Kingston and Moxley together doing all this shit, man. This has to be the AEW feud of all time so far. I really think Kenny can win. Kenny. <laughs> I really think Eddie can win now. I don't know why. This promo did it. Am I getting tricked, Tyler? I swear to God, because you look at Eddie and you just see all the, all the reasons why he shouldn't win because we've been trained by WWE. 
to look at these flaws. His body ain't right. He, I don't know, his pants are too baggy to take seriously, if you ask me. I wish he was a little more tougher in his clothes like he is in his speech. But he's being himself, Tyler. And that's what we should value. Instead of him trying to dress himself up into a wrestler that looks good classically, he should just keep being himself. But is it going to be enough? All right, let's see. You better get ready to kill me. You better get ready to kill me. You better get ready to kill me. Did you hear that? You better get ready to kill me. You better get ready. This is real. This is real. This is real. At least he's not wearing shorts like Taz. I'll show you what's real. Do it then. I don't care about this show. At least he's not fighting over a fucking joystick. Go ahead. You hit me. That's mine. That's mine. That's the best part. That's mine. Saturday night, Eddie, at full. You That's will find fun. when you are alone with nothing but your ego, and that is a lonely, lonely place. You will find. All right, you lose, buddy. What a segment, Tyler Spider. That saved our pay-per-view. It saved our dynamite. Eddie Kingston, I'm going to pick him because I'm going to pick with my heart. I'm picking for Susie. Susie Kingston. Tyler, Eddie's going to win. Man, I want Eddie to win, but I just feel like AEW has been super picky with who we're going to give this belt to. We might be waiting for another big free agent or something. Over a year, we've had AEW go on, and we've only had two champions so far. JT says, Eddie Kingston's chains paired well with DeBrice's eco-friendly title. Maybe we can get some sort of Islander title with beads, like his, his weird necklace. I like that. Also, Kicked 47 said, uh, what the hell? He said, that's a man's match. Miro is a kid's match. Also, Jake points out, I missed the line where Eddie Kingston screamed, you better be ready to kill me. Tyler, I thought we got to hear that. That was a good part, too. No, we did hear that, man. That, that was crazy. Thank you so much, uh, King Corn, Jake and Jay for being on DLive.com slash TWFS. Thank you, Paso Pathos901, for following. Tyler, Pathos is a ter communication term. You're going to learn that from a fag if you go to college. Believe it or not, my Psy 451 teacher was a big fag. Oh, I'm sure you believe it. That's all that's left anymore. At the time, I didn't know better. I was just going to college as an Obama supporter. I was a big idiot. And next thing you know, we're watching a movie called The Tough Guys about how men are violent. 99% of violent acts are by men. White men, if you want to be serious. No, we know the color of them. It ain't white. But yeah, so I had to watch this anti-man movie. And if you listen to TWFS from that time, I bought it completely. I was coming on talking about how men are too violent, blah, blah, blah. And in this, in this Tough Guys documentary, they even bring up Howard Stern as a reason why men are evil. WWF Raw from the late 90s. Like, they start blaming all the great shit. Uh, I, I got to see this, man. I don't think it would influence me, but it would still be cool to see that. And were they using pathos and ethos oh. and logos? Oh, yeah. They use anything they can against you on that side. And all, this is like when Vleeties is reading his book on real Vleeties on Twitch. He keeps talking about something he's reading about why men are bad. So, yeah, that's just some great, uh, you know, it's our book club, Tyler. We're going to get to that book soon, whatever Vleeties read. So, Tyler, don't go to college. After we see Eddie Kingston get... In uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, mocks his face. He says, don't you ever bring up my mother. Then we see the man beast. Nyla Rose fights Red Velvet. And this looked just like you in UFC 4, Tyler. Nyla Rose also used to be Rusev's young boy, too, in FCW. So it's interesting to see all the young boys that Rusev coached be successful. 
Vicky Guerrero, remember, she used to work there too. And Vicky Guerrero, after the Man Beast wins her match, Vicky cuts a promo. Tyler, Vicky Guerrero, did, did you like her ever? Because I feel like we all hated her in WWF, but now we all love her in AEW, right? Yeah, I love her now, but uh, when I was first introduced to Vicky, I was just a little kid, 10 years old. It was the worst thing I've ever seen, the most disgusting thing I've ever she seen. She was so goddamn talented that adults and children hated her equally. Like, the boos were so goddamn loud. I was at SummerSlam 2013 when she wasn't even in the ring. She's up, like, where, like, the pre-show's happening and the whole place can't. No, get out of here. We don't want her here. This is SummerSlam. We have an Inferno match to watch. Like, we didn't want anything to do with this girl. And she got a promo tonight for Nyla. And she's talking to Hakiro ringside, Sheeta. She just got her belt. She's standing ringside. And Vicky's, she used, she used Japanese words. What did, here's what she said. Vicky said, uh, what is it? So Mima Sai. What does that mean, Tyler? It means you're going to die and <laughs> Nyla's going to break you, bitch. I did hear that in that Rob Zombie song. He says fiend and he says so Mima Sai. Now we got to listen to that again. But as soon as she said it, uh, that set Hikiru off. Hikiru grabbed her, was going to beat her ass, and then Nyla saves her. Jericho said, Something very morbid, too, about Vicky. Jericho goes, yeah, she used to be married to one of my best friends. She's a handful. Yeah, you're talking about Eddie Guerrero, the guy we're still crying about because he's dead? Don't bring him up fun. What the hell was this part, Tyler? I, I don't even re recall that going on. Why, why is this happening? <laughs> oh, Eddie Guerrero died. I know you missed this, Tyler. Eddie Guerrero died, Tyler. He overdosed in the bathroom, and Chavo held him as foam was coming out of his mouth. It's the saddest story of all time. The hotel guy calling Chavo, dude, your cousin's not waking up, bro. It's on the floor. And I've heard this story a thousand times. And yeah, Eddie Guerrero texted all his friends. He said, the dogs are locked up in the bathroom. It was him that was locked up in the bathroom. He said they're enclosed in the bathroom area. He sent some of the weirdest text messages. I think something else happened here. But the sad thing is, is that he's dead. And for some reason, it's the happy thing to Jericho when Vicky's on TV. Anyways, after all that, Tyler, uh, we see Kenny and Hangman, but this time it's a promo video because we've had hype videos all night for the pay-per-view, of course. The Young Bucks one was so good. This one, we have to watch, maybe. Tyler, what's your favorite Cinderella song? I don't have a favorite Cinderella song. I do remember this segment, and it was as beautiful as me being Sean versus Brett listening to Lead on, Lean on Me. Now, Cinderella, Tyler, is a metal band like, what, like White Zombie. So it's not the movie like you think. And they did my mom's favorite song. It's called Don't Know What You Got Till It's Gone. And Tony Khan likes similar music as my mother. This fucking segment was terrible. In the middle of the promo video, this, this song by Cinderella comes on. This was my mom's song about Brooke, her boyfriend that she left. Just a heads up, people. Kenny Omega and Adam Page weren't a real tag team. They were together for like a week. Why are we playing this song about it? This is what you play maybe about the elite breaking up or whatever they're called. Not about these two. But even then, if you don't play this song at all, actually. How about that? Don't know what you 
about the cleaner? Now the brooms came back. Like, get rid of them. Maybe I don't know what I have right now. Get rid of the brooms for a while. Can you even dance to this? I'm not watching that match anymore. Why not, man? You don't want to... Uh, you know, actually, I don't really blame you. That song right there, there's no real meaning to it. The Young Bucks was a perfect example of this were to happen, but that was just, just shit. JT in the chat, I bet it was super cheap. <laughs> it must have been. Why do we have this? JT wants to slow dance with me to it. And he said, yeah, it was so weird that it was in there. It was. I think bad might be the word. And not that the song's even terrible. I mean, whatever. We have to know it. It's never going to go away at this point. But we don't need to add it in places we don't need to. <laughs> Was this Jericho's idea? Don't they cover this? Isn't this a Fozzie cover we're listening to? Uh, it might be, man. Or maybe he's just uh, doing executive producing like how he did on Jericho Night. Now I'm going to look up Fozzie Cinderella. They have to have done one of the songs. Hey, Fozzie, cover Cheap Trick. Stop covering Cinderella. Oh, here we go. Judas. I knew they covered Cinderella. Listen to this garbage. <laughs> No, this is the real shit. Put this in the song video. No. I'm sorry. No, we can't play that till Trump wins. Jericho and I are biting our fingernails off as our election gets stolen from us. So, Tyler, after that cringeworthy hype video, then uh, we get to see uh, what the hell happened next, Tyler. It wasn't. Oh, well, I wish we got to see Eddie again, but it was just Darby Allen. Before we get to that, Tyler, let's acknowledge Eddie Kingston one more time. How great is this going to be? We're talking about an I quit match between two guys who would never quit. That's the best kind. Now, on top of this, we have a real chance for the good guy to quit. Can you imagine if that happened? This would be so AEW, wouldn't it? Isn't that so alternative? Isn't that what we want more than anything? Somehow Eddie Kingston does something so ruthless that Mox quits. But now that Eddie Kingston's mom brought up, is Mox just going to grab his mom and make him quit by hurting his mom? Are we going to go full WWE with this? Man, I said we go full on WWE by having something ridiculous happen, like they both said I quit at the same time or some shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop. That's so good. That's so good I didn't even think of it. We both quit, seriously. Think of our families. <laughs> I don't know. That, that is the only finish I can picture. I can't picture either guy saying I quit. But them saying it at the same time almost cancels each other out. I can picture that. Darby, the only guy who wouldn't quit more than these two is Darby. And I almost called you Darby. D uh, Tyler, Darby Allen has a promo video next where he shows his new used car. He decided to paint it like Tom Green did. Tyler, I know you were dead back then. But Tom Green once painted his parents' car with orgies or something. And it looked like Darby Allen took that same car but had a worse painting talent. JT should have painted the car. So the car said, Cody Rowe, or it said face of TNT. And it's supposed to represent Cody, I guess. But then there's also a guy in a Cody mask. So we have two Cody's represented here. Darby's not that smart. He's just symbolic. So then he gets in that car and he drives Cody into Cody. He runs over Cody with his Cody car. 
He runs over Cody with the Cody car? I didn't see this part, but I, th I remember a little bit of the beginning of him walking with the skateboard with it. How the fuck is he... Where is he going with this besides I, running Cody over? You remember the best party. He gets in the car. He wants to put that skateboard in the back seat, so he throws it through the window. That's the best part. I like that. But then it's kind of like, oh, the symbolism is lost. Like, this isn't, this wasn't exactly a Shakespearean effort. Like, it doesn't rhyme and it doesn't make sense. We need those two things. Try to be Ricky Starks more, Darby. Rhyme more. So he throws his skateboard through the back, drives the front, and it's all in black and white, so it's artsy. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of remember this. Tyler, I thought of all things that were on YouTube, it would probably be this. Just because Darby himself was so proud of it that he uploaded it on his personal channel. And, oh, wait, we get to watch a girl talk about it. Let's hear what she thinks. What's up? So I'm What's up, Bailey? I finished I Met already, but I thought that the, the promo cut by Cody was really good, and I wanted to rewatch it. Tyler, what retard condition does she have? There's something going on here, right? Oh, yeah, she has what uh, Luigi PS3 has. No, Luigi has a baby now. She's normal. I don't think her baby can. You're telling me her baby's going to grow up to be as retarded as this girl? Baby's name is Retard. Oh, my God, it's Tyler. We don't say that. That's private. We're doxing her right now. You can't dox people. Hmm. So we're going to rewatch it. We're going to hear Cody's promo that he cut to Darby Allen. I thought it was good. Um, this whole show is really good. I enjoyed the beginning. Yeah, what would this idiot ever not like? Think about it. Like, Alicia Fox could come out and win, and she'd be like, this was great. Like, she loved when fucking Bomb.com came back for one night. We never saw her again. What could this girl be critiquing? And if she tries to elaborate, what point should, could she make? She's dumb. Anyway. Commentary, hey, how about you gain weight and start air drumming like that other fat girl we found the other day? You can you even have a career after all. That's right. Box of Demons retired his YouTube channel, but this idiot's going to keep going. Hey, Mongoloid. Hey, Mongoloid. Hey, Mongoloid. Hey, Mongoloid. It's not working, Tyler. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. That's what Vince Russo does. He has the TV on in the background and acts like we're watching it together. <laughs> Why am I so much funnier than everyone? Anyway, so Tyler, Darby Allen shows off his car. Then we get to the main event. Dark Order, Tyler, faces the Gun Club. Do you know who they are? Uh, that's Billy Gunn. Is, and is that really his brother, or is this not actually his brother? No, that was Jericho's joke, I guess. He called him like his dumb little brother or cousin. We have to tell people who Austin Gunn is, Chris. It's important. We don't know still. That's Billy Gunn's son. So Austin Gunn is, is his child. Excalibur told us at the end, but by then we all thought it was his retarded brother because of Chris, uh, Chris, because of Chris Jericho. Yeah, that's his name. I was going to say Chris Cornette, and I thought Chris was the wrong part <laughs> because of Chris Jericho and what he said. So yeah, Tyler, uh, remember Austin Gunn, he's a tall Billy Gunn. He's his son. And are you ready for him to get a title shot one day? I think uh, Billy Gunn's going to come out and cut a Taz promo about win-loss records. He's going to say, TK. My son's 1-0. and oh. What kind of horse shit is this? He wants a tag title shot, doesn't he? Yeah, he probably wants one of those tag title shots. He's probably not going to let his son get any glory solo, but uh, I heard that they're on Darkman, and I can't watch that. I saw on Twitter some girl complaining because, wait, wait, what is this? The NWA girls title is on the pre-show, but John Silver's on the main show? Yeah, John Silver's in the main event tonight, too. Believe me, it's not Cole Cabana putting the Dark Order there. It's not Cole Cabana with his happy, smiley entrance like it's five years ago. 
this guy won't change his character for anything. Like, even joining an evil cult won't change his character. John Silver, the guy flexing, is the reason why that main event happened. Tyler, I got to bring up this entrance now. But yeah, John Silver is in the main event. Do you know how it ended? Uh, I think I do. Am I saying it already? I have no idea how it ends, so don't tell me yet, Tyler. I just brought it up. We have Watch Wrestling. I'm going to go to part seven, and I have no doubt that this has the ending in it. Or I feel it. We're about seven parts in. Here we go. Whoa, who's this, Tyler? Approaching the ring from Orlando. Is that Billy Gunn's brother? Combined weight of 476 pounds, Billy and Austin, the Gun Club. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Look at what he does. I should have paid attention. Look at this Nakamura shit that ends in a Batista. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, what a piece of shit. How about you drive Orlando, a fake Jeep tank up? combined weight of 476 pounds, Billy and Austin, <laughs> Gun Club. <laughs> Dave, you here of the Gun Club on Dynamite. Is what that the correct? fuck? Uh, oh, yeah. so Do that next time, you fag. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at that record, 9-0 as a team, though. They've right. been doing a lot of work on Dark. Yeah, that's where he said the corky line there that confused everyone. This wasn't the end. Oh, uh, it was. Cody cuts a pro. That's how it ends, Tyler. We saw the girl watching the promo. Orange Cassidy comes out and beats everyone up again. Also this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we all saw this coming at that first Battle Royal buy-in. Orange Cassidy comes out, gets a big pop doing dumb shit. Now he's beating everyone up every week. Orange Cassidy, John Silver, Cody. Arn Anderson's in sweats. What the fuck? Versus Darby L. All Might, take one last look. Yeah, I remember hating this. All right, who cares? You remember when Cody Rhodes was cutting the best promos we ever saw last year? Yeah, I do remember. Now every single time I see him, it's horrible. So I hope him and Darby end up, you know, letting Darby be the face of TNT and he takes over. Let's get rid of Cody already. Cody was so cool until he had the title that represents backroom deals. Let's just ask how this show got on TV. What room was Tony Khan in with the executive? What conversation happened? Why don't I have a show on TNT? How does this happen? Some, now we have a title like, about how great the network is. Like, No, we like ECW because they hate their network. We don't want to like our network. It's not Fox, okay? It's TNT. Let's settle the fuck down. So Tyler Cody wins. He holds up his ugly belt. He, still, he claims it's done this time. It looks exactly the same as when it wasn't. Darby Allen Sting, he's up in the seats. Darby Allen's going to lose, right? I really hope not, man. I, I want uh, Darby to win, but I think Billy Gunn's son was the one that got the pin off. Can you imagine if Darby Allen fucking won after Brody Lee won for a week and lost it? Now, Darp, he's gonna, isn't he? Because Cody even, it's another young boy situation. Cody even says, I signed you, I put in the word. And we remember Darby's first match, the 30 minute time limit against Cody. So now here comes the receipt, the big win for Darby. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, I want to. I want to see it happen. I'm not sure how much it'll actually happen, but I want to see it off as Cody as quick as possible, man. I'm still pissed off about Brody Lee. King Corn, what do you got for me on this match? Who's gonna win? Does Darby Allen really have a chance? Like Tyler's saying, Darby's gonna squash Cody. Wow, you guys are. What do you? All right, what do you think of Eddie Kingston then? Who's gonna win that match? Him or Mox? King Corn. Eddie doing the first mama. Wow. What the fuck? This shit might happen, Tyler. Listen to you people. You sound like me when I was all bushy-tailed before WWE sucked my soul away. You're telling me something might happen Saturday. Two things, Tyler? 
Oh, not two things, man. Either Eddie Kingston is losing or they're both saying I quit. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're, you're, that would be something. <laughs> oh, God. We need three judges in case they both say I quit. Then the judges can decide who quit first. Tyler, this is going to be amazing. How bad can we make something great? We're going to find out on Saturday. Tyler, it is full gear. AEW's favorite pay-per-view. They promised it would be the best win of the year tonight, so they're confident something will happen. Saturday, we're doing the, uh, what is it? The Companion on Discord. Please subscribe on subscribestar.com slash TWFS for Discord access. Tonight, we'll put up the video on demands, the live Twitch HD streams from June, July, August, and September. I'm going to work on October, too. Uh, and that'll be all the TWFS ones. Fourth hour and third hour still compressing. Tyler Spida, subscribe stars only $2 a month. And that's worth it just for the Discord access where you can watch BFN change history. BFN is broken freaking neck, Tyler. And we have an election night channel called the Red Mirage 2020. And BFN has full power in it to edit your messages, delete your messages, post in there. Because uh, BFN represents the left and the censorship and the stealing of elections. So now BFN gets to steal that whole channel. That's honestly perfect, and I sort of like how he's the only one that's on the left, too, and he's always in there putting his two cents, and everyone just turns on him. So then he goes over to Gridiron and says, football! Like, he fucking likes that. There really is something adorable about BFN, where, like, they can say the most hateful things, but it's so obviously a troll, I just think it's funny. I don't know how you can support Biden and make me laugh at the same time, but this person found a way. Here's a video BFN wants us to watch. I, I forgot this Monday... And I said, make sure Ayako tells me. This was also a part of a scheme to make Ayako have to message me today. So I, uh, joke's on you, Ayako. You messaged me. What's up now? I knew you were running after you let our fucking Michigan get taken, but you had to message me this time. Here's from BFN. Let's see what we got. This is EDP445. This guy has 2 million subs. That's impressive. And he's saying the WWE is a piece of shit. <laughs> Black guy, 2 million subs. That's rare. You know, yeah, he must have been on the front page for a month, like every other black guy on YouTube. What the shit? White guys got banned. Black guys are putting swears in their titles and getting on the front page. Think about that for a second, Tyler. Just look at it and think about it. Age restricted, still gonna hit a hundred thousand because he's black. There's no filter. I fucking. By the way, real quick, while we're here, Twitter.com/slash/realDonaldTrump. I just want to see how our president's feeling. Huh, okay, some good tweets. Oh, what's this? I can't favorite this tweet. Look, look at this. A, president, a president's tweet, two of them now. If I try to favorite, it says, we try to prevent a tweet like this that otherwise breaks the Twitter rules from reaching more people. So I can't even engage in it or like a president tweet. Keep in mind, Tyler, they're saying it breaks rules. Take it down. What rules does it break? Why is it still up? Why do we have to create a new state of a tweet where it's not up or not? It just, we, it just can't be interacted with. What is this, Tyler? How about this? We have a block button. Get rid of all these filters. Why do they, we know why they exist. I just want you to answer it for yourself. Why do they exist? On a site where you should be able to just block, not even mute, no muting. Take that away, that's too much power for people. Take the block, just give them block. If you don't like someone, don't follow them. Block them if you don't want to see it and if you don't want them to see you. That's it. Why is daddy telling me what tweet I can see from my president? This site is it's a fucking joke, Tyler. 
Yeah, it's in, in some fucking hidden agenda where they don't want you to see what they don't believe is uh, their way. And Twitter is some fucking bullshit that they won't even let you favorite shit like that. You know, I was actually appreciating Instagram for not even getting in the way too much of this political stuff going on. And a lot of people from California actually are posting so much pro-Trump shit on their stories. I'm really surprised. Can you imagine being the president right now, knowing everything you know, knowing who killed JFK? Knowing all the Russia shit with Biden, knowing you were spied on, and just knowing how shady these fucking deep state state scumbags are, but you can't even really tell people, because then they're like, oh, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the game. If he comes out saying everything, you're going to act like, oh, prove it. Biden's just a regular old guy. That's what the public thinks. Crazy president lying again. That'll ban his Twitter account. He just told us the truth. So fucking crazy the kayfabe you people think is real. And you have a president literally telling you what's happening. And it's like, what? He's going to do the job. What? Jim Cornette said that. I saw the look in Donald's eye. He's going to do the job. <laughs> no, you are looking at the... You should see through the kayfabe better than anyone. These tweets are so fucking important, man. These tweets are so fucking important. Why aren't they just... Look at this. Look, U.S. 2020 election security efforts. You're just a dumb website. Go back to 140 characters. Stop acting like you're this important. What the fuck? We don't need your security measures. You're not the government. What the fuck? I'm sorry, Tyler. Anyways, back to this great video. This is what BFN wants us to watch. Saw that my homie Marvin sent me made me want to fucking throw up. It made me want to fucking vomit. You know what I mean? Wrestling sucks. Wrestling <laughs> is dead. The shit doesn't have any goddamn hope. You know what I mean? All you little punk-ass, nerdy, four-eyed motherfuckers <laughs> who want to sit back and still suck John Cena's dick. Go oh, wait. John Cena's great. Now, come on. Oh, wait. He might be on to something. Let's not cut him off. Right the fuck ahead. Give the motherfucker sloppy seconds. That fucking <laughs> punk-ass, turncoat, bitch-made motherfucker <laughs> ruined wrestling. We get it. We know that. And if you're going to sit back and... No, John Cena's stuck to his values. He could have Roman Reigns at any time and been the best heel ever. But he wanted to keep making money. What's wrong with that? Honestly, try to fucking argue with me and tell me that John Cena did not ruin wrestling. You don't know what the... Oh, come on. Now, actually, he did... John Cena ruined wrestling in 2003 when he was rapping, and I stopped watching. But Brock Lesnar had a lot to do with that, too. Fuck you're talking about. You're a blind-ass fucking sheep. How old are you? I'm 39. No, I'm 34, Tyler. But when you add five years, it makes you seem smarter. You're in denial as fuck. You know what I mean? So shut the fuck up and go suck a goddamn bag of dicks. <laughs> this guy's from Chicago. He, he's probably dead now. <laughs> this was his last video. He got shot. What the fuck? What Marvin showed me... I have that air conditioner vent. Fucking God. Dude. Holy shit. Made me want to throw the fuck up. So WrestleMania, I'm not sure how the fuck they did it with the entire quarantine, COVID-19, coronavirus bullshit. But they I guess did it with Bruce Pritchard's miracle pen. Bruce Pritchard gave us a Firefly Funhouse that was amazing. They had, correct me if I'm wrong, I guess they had like a fucking empty arena. Yeah. And, you know, long story short. Yeah, it wasn't up to them. They didn't choose that. You know, they wanted to have, what, 80,000? How many people are going to fit in Florida? They wanted the whole state there, just no arena. Everyone line up. We're going to spread like Skaven. The streets are the fucking venue. Fuck That's up. what we want. Believe me, if WWE could, they'd have 2 million people there. 
But we had to make a Thunderdome, and it, you can't do that in one day. Let's cut to the fucking chase, right? John Cena supposedly came out in the NWO fucking colors. Oh, come on. He can't be this simple. That was good. Not bad. It was a Bischoff reference. Fiend did it. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's poetry. You got to read between the lines. It's Shakespearean. Uh, like, honestly, this motherfucker, he has ruined wrestling so goddamn badly. That's just a weird video. Thank you so much, BFN. But even if you hate that moment, why is that John Cena's fault? Tyler, that was a great match. Remember the Firefly Funhouse? Now, that video was uploaded like a week after it. So he didn't see it. He heard about it. And he got angry. Yeah, this guy is not watching, so I honestly think that he shouldn't even really be speaking on it that much. I feel like he's going way more off of assumption and on the outside looking in of just what he sees when he peeks and turns on the channel for a second. Um, he's an idiot. Thank you so much to Broken Freaking Neck for that, uh, for waiting an extra week to, for us to play that. And I think the uh, BFN wanted us to play that back in April even, back when it went up. But we got to it. Thank you, Ayako, too, for relaying the message. Tyler Spider, we ran down this whole dynamite. We got to talk about Cody's promo, kind of. Luckily, we didn't have to watch too much of it. We saved all the watch time for the one and only Eddie Kingston. What a great job by him. He gave me hope. I hope he wins. Even if he loses, though, it's not like I'm going to complain. I love Eddie Kingston, but I love John Moxley, even if you guys sold out. Tyler, all you fans sold out. You forgot who Mox is, and you hate him now. Uh, I can't even lie. I did start to hate Moxley. The only reason why I'm starting to lean towards him a little bit more is just from what's bringing out of this Eddie Kingston feud. I like it. What is that psychologically about wrestling fans where they love a guy till he's doing great? Do we just think now the machine's behind him so we can't like him anymore? It has to be something like that. Um, very similar or I don't know. There's something about it that gets a little corny, at least to me after a while. Like yeah. I was hyped for Drew at least a little bit, but the first moment after I hated him. Shawn Michaels in his book, Heartbreak and Triumph, complains about this. How everybody loved him and then he became champ and all of a sudden they hated him. Now at the same time though, look at what Shawn Michaels did. And when I was 10, I loved him, but it was a character for 10 year olds he turned into. He went from like an edgy heel guy to, you know, the click leader, to the dancing fag. And I loved that because I was 10. But then, Tyler, he got to be DXH, DXHBK and people loved him again. So I don't know that we can blame, like, as soon as you're, you, you're the champ, we hate you. It's because as soon as you're the champ, you become this, like, good guy that's unlikable. You use the perfect word, corny. Like, there's something about a wrestling babyface champion that has to be corny. And it was a WWE thing. But now with Mox, is it kind of an AEW thing? What do you think is corny about Mox? Because I think I can defend that he's not corny. The the signature, I don't know. The the movement with me got a little bit old. The little the little shoulder shit. Oh, <laughs> like okay. I started hating that, and his voice got a little irritable too. What a good answer. Because I actually would probably bring that up as a cool thing. But yeah, once you get into like, oh yeah, yeah, like, like Eddie Kingston does the Moxisms better than him. He gets in your face better than Mox does. Mox, that was Mox's best part. During his entrance, he'd get in the guy's face, and he'd do the thing where he's leaning forward with his body, so his forehead's just touching him. But Eddie Kingston will get chest to chest in your fucking face. He'll be looking down nose to forehead on you. So, yeah, it's interesting, Tyler. I like that the body language can get cheesy, I guess, when it comes from a positive baby face place than a truly mox uh, place. Tyler, all we learned tonight is that Austin Gunn is the best, okay? So we can't forget that. We also learned that Michigan... 
was stolen and it will be taken back. There is a due process that better be taken. What a tricky little left, huh? It leaks what they're going to do with the Red Mirage, where they drag this thing out forever. And they found a way to drag it out by stealing it up front, and then it looks like Trump's drag. Brilliant, but it ain't going to work. Old fucking show. The old fucking show. Follow the buzzer to the rotten fruit trees. Going slow through the gallows so the passerbys can see. Put a rope around my neck to make it hard to breathe. Declared me dead, but I didn't disagree. When the town folks spoke aloud, my eulogy of cast a spell scripted by the witch at B. I hurt for real now, I'm going to turn away. Time to erase their minds, cause I am now the fiend. Shake those hips, let your backbone slip. Pull up your pants, do the muscle man dance, wiggle your behind. Erase your mind, just follow my voice. You don't I have a choice We get to hear the whole song when Quiggly Johnston plays it here on D-Live. Thank you so much, Quiggly Johnston. He just used $6 to play our backup theme song. And Tyla, I think he is making a pick for the pay-per-view. Quiggly Johnston will be there Saturday for the companion on the TWFS Discord. Subscribestar.com slash TWFS to get access. And we're doing a companion to the whole event. We're gonna do a fourth hour here on DLive when it's over. And Quigley, I hope you're right. Adam Page is gonna win. gonna hear rob zombie again tyla yeah we're gonna have to run it back man can we hear the fiend i would like the kids meal with With chicken fingers and a small coffee look at that girl that ain't a kid's meal that girl's eating a double western from carl's like ayako ordered it for her (laughs) that was great ayako your 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 greatness is never forgotten okay just because of michigan we're not going to be mad anymore we're not gonna be mad at you about it Due process. Now, when it's all over, might be mad, but it ain't over yet. Geezy did his job. It's okay, Tyler. Aiko did her job. She spent a half hour voting, and she won that fucking state. We saw. There's not a magical... By the way, seven people born before 1902 voted for Biden. Dead people, Tyler. Yeah, and what is this I heard? Was it Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure? They have more votes than their population? (laughs) Stop. There's no fucking way, Tyler. They're busting in votes again. Yeah, uh, I have some picture with the exact stats on it, man, but thats I was just baffled when I saw that. That is great. That is phenomenal. Tyler, those are absentees, not dead people. They're just going to be absent forever. You, you can't get their real vote because they're not here, so they voted for us. This is like the movie Black Sheep. I knew it. And Hunter Biden was Chris Farley when that laptop leaked up on that stage. Chris, Tyler, do you even know what movie I'm talking about? Don't make me watch it with you. We're going to have to watch it with me. I know Chris Farley for sure, though. We're going to watch all the Rob Zombie horror films together one day, Tyler. But I want to watch the scene where Chris Farley's on stage in Black Sheep being Hunter, Gar- Hunter Biden. Tyler, we can't. You're about to be live on Twitch, Tyler. We will raid you, even though we are stuck on DLive. We're still going to go to you so on Twitch. So anyway, what are you saying? I'm the man, Whitey. And 
You guys are the victims yeah, of <laughs> tyrannical, yeah, racist, yeah, oppressive yeah. society. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this is 1996. This is the super predator time. This scene happened during the super predator time. So anyway, what are you saying? I'm the man, Whitey, and. You guys are the victims yeah, of a tyrannical, yeah, racist, yeah, oppressive society. That's right. Man, that sucks. I'm going to talk to some people and straighten this out, man. Right. That's a bunch of bull crap. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, look, he's, he's uh, the real life Seth Rogen. So that's Seth Rogen now. You guys are a victim of me and my Jewish and white friends. <laughs> Apologizing. I guess I could sure use some cupcakes or some peanut butter cups about now. <laughs> yeah. You know what that's about? He's all nervous, Tyler, but everything he says gets a pop, okay? This is some deep comedy that you don't get in movies today. Wedding Crashers was the last funny movie that Hollywood put out. Um, <laughs> not supposed to be here. Uh, Look, can he notice his head? I can say whatever I want. God. Fuck yeah. What is this? This is some fucking cupcakes right now. <laughs> I, uh, I guess I could sure use some cupcakes or some peanut butter cups about now. <laughs> yeah. You know what that's about? So I guess you guys should vote, you know, because uh, voting kicks ass. Voting kicks ass, right? Yeah. And um, let me tell you, if you're gonna vote, why not vote for Al Donnelly, right? Headbanging, motherfucker. Why is this guy dead? His brother's like an unfunny fat version of him. Cause uh, he looks just like him, but he ain't funny. Kicks ass. What in the hell? There's Joe Biden watching his oh, son Hunter. You got some kick ass shit! <laughs> yeah! Oh! Oh, God, I'm a dead man. I'm, uh, That's Trump right there! Hyperventilating. On stage, being uh, a real man. Uh, no politic bullshit! Cause I'm born in the USA! You gotta fight for your right to vote. To vote. Yeah. He's getting all wrapped up in it, Tyler. He's gonna vote. I should have voted. That's one small step for man, one giant. I have a dream. <laughs> To the people! Look at that, Tyler. You get adrenaline. He's Nakamura and out. Oh, Mike. Hey, fellas! Yeah. Kill Whitey! It's BFN. <laughs> Kill Whitey. No, no. Kill Whitey. No, that would get a pop today. What are you talking about? You better say that or we're going to burn your house down, Tyler.
Yeah, we got to say that nowadays, but uh, I really miss Chris Farley, man. Ever, ever When I was growing up, all I got was told was, he's dead now. Yeah, let's just look at all those pictures of him dead, then we're done. Because I brought up Eddie Guerrero's foam coming out of his mouth when he was dead. You have to see Chris Farley's foam to know what I was picturing when I said that. And that's how we wrap everything up in a bow. Tyler, you're about to go live on Twitch. I am back Friday after SmackDown. Until the day we die. We are. We are. We are. With the whole fucking show. Oh, damn it, Tyler. I turned down. By the way, Tyler, on top of this, subscribestar.com slash TWFS for the VODs of the last few months going up tonight. Tyler Spider, you can ban us, but you're only going to make us hotter. Oh, I forgot to turn it up again. Tyler, I had so many good... Oh, all right, here's one. I'm going to try this. Kill Whitey! You see, I'm trapped oh, in my mind. No, Thank you, J-Cake. Oh, did I give J-Cake his credit? Thank you, Quiggly. J-Cake donated $1.87 minutes ago to play a sounder. I think it was the kid's meal, right? Thank you, Quiggly Johnston, for playing the song. Thank you, patriots like Ayako and Geezy. And ladies, for staying strong. Trapped in my mind And I know it's crazy Hey, it's not that bad at all Thank you, King Corn When you think of the world I know it's crazy Hey, I'm not that bad at all Oh, babe Thank you, JJ Thank you, Nathan Thank you, Hero of Sin Thank you, Rezo Rezo just followed Let's see what Tyler's playing. I'm ordering McDonald's tonight, okay? This election has me stressed. I gotta get my protein. People aren't built tough anymore. They aren't built to grind. They're built weak, soft. They're used to second place trophies. I'll tell you a story, Booker. I, I fought in a tournament and I took fourth place. On the way home from that tournament, I had a trophy in my hand, and my dad said, hey, let me see that trophy. 
and he, he threw it out the window, window while we were on the highway home. I don't accept fourth place, third place, second place. I was built to be tough. I was built to last, and I was built to get things done by any means necessary. Cruz also grew up watching John Cena, as you can tell from how thickly muscled he is. Tyler Spider is live. We don't get to play. Our, we don't get to type in our raid command because we're not a part of the club anymore. We don't get to be on Twitch this week. So I'm married to DLive. Even when we restream to Twitch, I'm going to have DLive up. And the great Ayako, the mother of Twitch, will make sure to communicate twitching, Twitchings to me. Because Ayako's wonderful, Twitch isn't. I can take it through her. What game is he going to stream? NBA 2K20, it says. I'm going to play a sounder. I'm not leaving till I hear Renal Capital. Here we go. Let me show you guys how it's done. Tyler, plug in your Ethernet. Your shit's messing up. I want to hear my song. Damn it. I'm not going to get to hear it because his shit's fucked up. He's Warren Zevon. My shit's fucked up. Gaming, thank you. I am gaming on Twitch. The gay wrestler Ming. All right, I should go. Thank you guys again for spending your Wednesday with me. Valides will be back hopefully next Wednesday. We miss him very much and we love him. Thank you, Nathan, as well. I didn't say that name yet. And enjoy your nights. Pay-per-view Saturday. Okay. We won this election. <laughs>